This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Friday, boys and girls, welcome into a Friday episode of the Bostonian versus the book being brought to you by footballcontest.com. We'll talk to our guy, Vegas Maddie, a little bit later on in the program for an update on the Circa Million Westgate Super Contest and all the fun stuff that footballcontest.com's got going on live on Twitter, live on YouTube as we roll here into a Friday Sports Grid TV replay. Happy Friday, Dave. How are you, Mr. Rocky? Man, oh man, fired up. August 12th, special day for me. So we're happy uh, birthday. We're fired up. Thank you, sir. Brigade, yeah. let's go. What are we doing for Dave's birthday? Let's Who's, get something special. First question out of the gate. We're going to have a lot of questions today because, you know, you went 2 0 last night in 52, and, by the way, right? 52. Well, who's the, who's the, who do you think of when you think of in sports, the number 52? Dang. Who do you think of? It's got to be a linebacker. Fire away, roll call. Who do I think of? Fire away, chat. 52. Vinny Konowinski here. Pierre Matthew Bonvi, as always. PB, president accounted for, with the hat, undefeated. Jordan Gorov, Chef Benet. Todd Bromelkamp, representing Iowa, as always. Jay Dalbetz, one of the lieutenants in the brigade. Uh, Stevie Mack, capital M, capital K, holding it down. Mikey Awesome is going to be in and out. Apparently, sometimes people got to work. They can't just listen and watch the show, participate. That's fine. We'll get to the rest. Welcome one and all. Ray Lewis. August 12th, number 52. Who you got? Ray Lewis. I mean, are you really becoming a Raven show? Like, seriously. There's only (laughs) one 52. It's Mike Webster. All right? Mike Webster. No, Ray Lewis. The Hall of Fame center. Do the the dance. Ray Ray Lewis is a Hall of Famer. He's a raven. <laughs> My birthday. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I set you up and I knew everybody says 52. Ray Lewis. Ray, Ray, Ray. Yeah. You know, and do the, he did the do dance, the dance and all that stuff. Do the dance. Do the dance. dance. That's fine. Listen, I liked Ray Ray. I liked the way he played. But, man, he just terrorized my Steelers. 52. Mike Webster. I can't think of any other numbers. I can't think of. Was there a basketball player to wore 52? Well, uh... I don't think so. I mean, it's got to be either a linebacker or it's got to be, you know, just the old school NFL rules as to what, what number you can actually wear. So now it doesn't matter. Now you can wear number six and be a linebacker. It doesn't matter anymore, but I don't know. 52 because it's five, two from a referee standpoint. So that actually fits. That works. That's a bad number for a basketball player though. What was Parrish's number? Eight or zero. I think it was zero. He made it zero. It was, it was, zero, it, no? it was no, I don't think he was double zero. I think he'd be double zero. I'm going to look that up. Uh, oh, oh, when a referee went, oh, oh, 
Remember, oh, it is. You're right. It was double zero. You're absolutely right. I thought it was zero. It's double zero. I inverted the eight. The chat when we have the brigade to fact check P. Ralt. How about him being 68 years old? How about the NBA deciding to retire number six across the board and taking LeBron's number? It's Dr. J's before LeBron. Oh, it's it's Bill Russell before all of them. So it's Bill Russell's number, the whole league. First number ever to be completely wiped out. You cannot have number six anymore in the NBA. Retired across the board. It's like number 42 in baseball. What was your number? 14. 14. Mine was nine. Yeah, I was 14 and everything. I was, I was, it was, that was my go-to it was 14. And then two, four, seven, we had, we've talked about this two, four, seven, 14, 21, 28, 32. Yeah. You're like the God. You're like the roulette wheel. I can't keep track. <laughs> I got all the two, four. Well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, mean, I, got, I got married at four twenty seven. Um, you know, I, I, I gravitate towards two. I was born with two fours and two seven. So it's two, seven times two is 14. So that's 14 was my number. 21 is Roger Clemens. Oh, 14 times oh. two is 28. So that's why 28. It's just how I roll. I'm very super. I'm not superstitious on many things. I don't believe in mushing, but I am numbers oriented in terms of when good things happen, generally it's happening around <laughs> the number, my numbers. What the hell are you talking about? Good apartments. Good you got places. all the numbers covered. Yep. My new license has a two in it. It's great. My new license says U2. My new license plate says U2. I loved it. I was like, all right, got a little U2 action going. It's good. Wow. So we got that. You got that, you got that shit personalized, didn't you? Hell no. Come on. I'm not that dumb. No, no, no. You're not one of in those the guys media. Get that personalized license plate? No. You just you don't do in the media, it's a dumb idea. When you work with oh. in, in, when we work, it's a dumb idea. You're literally making your car a target for people to throw stuff at it. <laughs> Like I want to be a genius move by you getting that deal. You get a new car every week. So as soon as you piss off one fan base, they get a little, they have no idea. They have no idea where you're coming. No idea. No one knows what I'm driving. No one knows where I'm coming or going. It's beautiful. My own personal car gets driven like literally once a month. Uh, It sits in the garage. It doesn't move. Beautiful. Sonic's Sonic's here. Russell Rosenberg, uh, lamb Vu. Uh, welcome. Thank you, sir. What is Amigos, New Jersey. Yeah. Big guy in the in the Discord now. He's all over. He's he's great. He's in the Discord a ton. Welcome, sir. Roginator. Oh, these names are too good. You boys are just <laughs> doing a hell of a job with these names. I can't get enough of the chat. So I what is it. what is the birthday plan? Is there a birthday plan? Because I know when the when the girls have their birthday, they get to pick where they go to dinner. Does Correct. it apply to the parents as well? Does it yes. carry over to you? Yes. So but, do you have a plan? Um. We're holding out on the plan right Ooh. now. There was a, you know, the mornings here with this first week of schools. Amen to that. It ain't easy. A lot of things are being said and done. <laughs> I I might go to dinner myself tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> After this morning, well, Farrah and I will be with you. If you need a, if you need a, to roll with a dinner party, you hit us up and we'll take care of you. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Did you guys do birthday beatings? Did you do that growing up? Birthday what? Beatings. Explain this to me because I don't think so. <laughs> it must be a Boston thing. Your friends get to basically beat the shit out of you for the day. These are your friends? Yeah. <laughs> it's a birthday beating. Yeah. No, nothing in the face. It was never allowed in the face, but you could do everything else. Push, punch, throw down, tackle. And, and you just sit there and took it? Yep. It's a birthday. It's a birthday beating. You just take it. People in Boston <laughs> are fucked up. <laughs> and you're just, I never heard of that. A birthday beating. Yeah. How many? How? When did this start? At what age? 
13, 14. How long, how many years did this shit last? Until we probably all graduated high school and left <laughs> and, and went on. I mean, until like we got big enough that we actually like really hurt each other and then we right. stopped. Yeah. Like so you just probably, walked up and punched someone in the arm? Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Like walk, walk by, cup check, walk by, elbow, knock them in, knock them in. Oh yeah. It was all, all for love. Birthday beating. Sometimes it was done all at once. It was just all your friends just kind of jumped on you and did it all at once. Or other times it was like throughout the entire day. This sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> today, I never had nobody do that to me. I'll I mean, say I had this. a summer birthday, but if you did it today, you'd be suspended. Like it would, like it would. How be could you awful. justify that? No, today would be. Oh, it's his be, birthday. We just yeah. kicked his ass. We're good. <laughs> the amount of parental meetings that would happen today if we were doing what we were doing then, now, never in a million years, we'd all be clarified. It would be. Um, bullying it would be harassment it would be violence it would be like all of the things Check all the boxes, yes, it would be, there's no way they would allow us to do what we, we were used to do nope no one, no one in connecticut floodhouse welcome to the chat and to Ooh. the show he says we did it in connecticut too see? clown mb83 <laughs> said we did it in michigan too see yep <laughs> stevie mac capital m capital k said flicking ears cup checks speech, oh yeah lol you could do all that shit on your, on your birthday, birthday. Yep. Cup check. Walk by in the, in, in the hallway. Little boom. Little, little slap backwards. Like, how you feeling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was all birthday. It was, it was your birthday. Yeah, you'd sit there and take it. All your friends got a chance to do it. You to couldn't you. give it back. No, hell no. You just take it. It's your birthday. You Because then you get it back on when it's their birthday. You get it back to them. You, you store that in the memory banks as to how they got you. And then you get yours when it's time for theirs, their birthday. We didn't do that shit in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Not in my neighborhood anyway. Yeah. We did it growing up. It was always oh. a lot of fun. Just showing the love, you know? Just just, just showing <laughs> love to everybody. Making it People got a weird big. way of showing the love. My God. Man, <laughs> well, guys, you know? Happy birthday. Hit you in the balls. <laughs> right. Well, that's guys. That's a, We don't make any sense. You know that. We can't actually show real affection I mean, to each other. So well, that we wasn't to... a birthday occasion. Like when we got to college, we did all that stuff. You know, we, were, we weren't. Oh, college. No, we didn't do that in college. In college, it was more like you drank whatever. My, actually, I guess my freshman year. My freshman year was basically you had to drink whatever somebody put in front of you. So you couldn't dictate like what you were drinking. People would just buy you drinks and you'd have to go and drink. More bad ideas. Yeah, real bad idea. And then my 21st birthday, that was the worst idea because on my 21st birthday, I was introduced to a three wise men shot <laughs> and I had never had that before. And that was bad. The irony of the three wise men shot is that it makes you as dumb as could be. <laughs> and I woke up, I woke up on, the, on my bathroom floor um, the next morning and I don't know how many times I puked, but I never had the Jim, Jack and Johnny shot oh, together. Oh. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You've never had that shot. Mm. A three, a three Wiseman shot is the damn knock you on your ass shot of shots. That's a shot you buy your enemy. Hell yeah. And it was on my birthday and I had at least four of them and I don't remember anything else. Like I was. I, I walked in at when I turned 21, you could on at midnight of your 21st birthday. And our last call was at 1 a.m. So I had an hour to drink as much as I could drink, or at least people could buy me drinks for an hour. And so I went from stone cold sober to absolutely destroyed at three o'clock in the morning, throwing up in the bathroom. I saw so many because I was a young one in my class, you know, always behind everybody. I saw a lot of 21-year-old birthdays and 
bar crawls and all that uh-huh. shit. And I was just like, I was the guy making sure everybody got home. I was the guy that, you know, helped the, the puke off the guy's <sighs> face and the shirt and all that shit. Like, and when it was my birthday, 21st birthday, I was still at home. You know, oh, we hadn't gone to school yet. Summer, right. Me and my mom and dad went to dinner. Never forget it. Wow. Said, what are you doing for your 21st birthday? I'm going to dinner with you two. That's it. Brothers and sisters were doing their own thing. Three of us went to dinner. Applebee's. And you ordered a drink? I did. Long yeah. Island iced tea. Oh, God. <laughs> Long Island let's, iced tea. Let's get the most alcohol in one drink I can order. <laughs> it was one of those things. Like my yeah. dad used to say, you want to smoke? We're going to smoke a carton of cigarettes today. You mean you want to smoke? That's how you're going to smoke. Never Ooh. smoked. Hell yeah. You know, you want to drink? All right, let's go get a case of beer. You finish it. I'll sit with it. Never did it. Like it was, it was one of those things. I didn't have a drink until I went to college. The first time I went to wow. college, I went to a fraternity party. I was 12. First drink at 12? I was given, I was given wine early. I was, I was, I was explained. I was taught alcohol is nothing to fear. It's just another liquid. Like right. you drink too much of it. You're going to get sick. Oh, but like it was try it, you know, we slowly worked our way up to it. As I turned 15, 16, it was, do you want to have a glass of wine with dinner? Yeah, you can give me your car keys. You're not going anywhere. You know, I was an exchange. You want to have a drink? That's fine. You can learn. So I was taught kind of a European way with alcohol because alcoholism in my, in my family is rampant. Oh. So my mom had a plan of basically like, I'm going to make this so you're not going to college and going crazy and thinking that alcohol is just this party substance. And it's not. It's actually right. just a thing you can enjoy. And so to this day, like I can go months without drinking. Like it's, you know, and then some days I'll drink for, a, you know, four or five days out of a week. But I, I right. don't, it's not, I have bottles and bottles of alcohol and beer and everything else in the house. And I never really. You got a full service bar over. Yeah, there. I got everything. I got, I can make whatever drink you want, but I'm not yeah. like. I'm never one to say like, I've got to drink or I need to drink or, you know, I'm perfectly fine being sober and, you know, being the one that either drives or be the one that doesn't drink. And <laughs> that's what I'll teach my daughter the same thing. Like the kids, I watched it too. I mean, I watched just people go to college and they'd be throwing up all over themselves and falling <laughs> down. And I'll just be like, that's really like, this is fun. Like you went, like I did that too once in a while, but it wasn't like a consistent thing for me when I was drinking too much. I was like, why is that fun? That's not fun. I don't want to wake up sick or hungover and not being able to do anything for two days. So, first time for me at Penn State, freshman year, spring semester, these fraternities were trying to get me to punch and all oh, this yeah. other stuff. And they knew I could play shortstop on the softball team. They were trying to kiss my ass, all this other stuff, and put right. me next to the brother's keg, Delta Chi. I'll find you guys someday. I drank, drank. <laughs> All these girls kept coming over all the, you know, yeah. I was like, Hey, this is great. This is great. Walked home that night sideways like this. Yeah. Couldn't get right. I just walked <laughs> home, just couldn't get my equilibrium straight. And then we got to the sub shop. Look out. And I said, I got to go take a shit. <laughs> Went into the bathroom. No. Not only shit, puked the oh, whole thing. Oh, no. Everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't get up. Of I was in the bathroom. I get up. And my brother, or not my brother, my my my, Brad, Brad my brother? Uh, roommate. Okay. I went to high school with Big V. 
he's knocking on the door and he's, we used to call each other Jones all the okay. time. He's like, Jones, you all right in there? I'm like, no, man, I, I, I can't get up. He's like, what? I said, I can't get up. I'll get up. Just give me a couple minutes. He's like, you've been in there 20. Oh, I'm like, God. All right. I got to get up. I get up, dust myself off. I'm a little, I get some stuff, open the door and he goes, we got to go. They're going to arrest you. Oh, shit. Public, you know, talks. public. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. Damn. we walk up the hill back to the dorm. Every one of my bodily fluids is out. <laughs> Done. I'm in the bathroom, in the common bathroom in no, the dorm. That's the making worst. Making noises that nobody knows if I'm going to even make it through tonight. <laughs> Die or not. That's it. Did I did not touch a drink again. I Ooh. woke up the next morning with the worst hangover I can ever. imagine. I didn't touch another drink again for about 12 months. Wow. A year at in college. First freshman crap. year. I made the dean's list. Good for you. I had a tremendous rest of hockey season. I was I was really had one of my best seasons till I got the first concussion. And I became borderline professional ping pong player because Ooh. all I did on Fridays and Saturday nights while everybody was out at the bars that spring was sit in the lounge downstairs and play ping pong with the Indian kids. I was hitting ping pong balls from 25 feet away. We would Whoa. clear the whole room. I was getting like, I was good yeah. before I went. Forrest but Gump all I style. did was hit. They wouldn't keep scoring English. It used to piss me off. <laughs> I said, I don't know if I'm winning or losing. I think the score is 13-12. You keep saying the wrong thing. No, no, David. No, no. <laughs> Two, three hours soaking wet every Friday and Saturday night. Wow. Oh, workout. Yeah. But then... You know, once I pledged the fraternity and did all that right. stuff, learned how to drink. Right, right. You know, because you have to, it's a, it's a learned skill, just like in the book, like learning how to bet and all this stuff. You have to learn how to handle your alcohol. Especially that college alcohol, because it's all cheap, nasty stuff. Oh, never I thought, quality. I thought Bush Light, Natty Light, I thought that was, you know, the best stuff in the world. It's all we remember. Had. Remember Natty Ice? Did you oh. guys, remember that awful concoction they created? It was like 8% alcohol. Oh. That would crush you. Did you guys play Kings at Penn State? Kings? Yeah. I don't, I didn't know it by that name. What is it? Did you play Asshole? Of course. Okay. So you have Asshole. King Kings is kind of a it's it's another drinking game, but basically it's it's you have a big, huge mug in the middle and you start playing. I forget all the rules, but essentially you're pouring alcohol into this big thing. And once you pull the fourth king, the person who pulls it has got to drink the entire. It's a mix of stuff. Well, no, it's whatever, whatever. Like you're all supposed to be drinking beer. It's supposed to be beer. Oh, so, oh okay. so it's okay. all it's, it's not like a nasty. It's like if you're all drinking Bush Light, we're all drinking Natty Ice. Is basically why I bring it up because playing Kings, I think I drank like I had to pound four beers in, in this huge thing in a matter of like five minutes, and the world was spinning and spinning and spinning, and it was I will never drink Natty Ice ever again. <laughs> I never drank it again. That's natural ice, never again, and. Southern comfort are the two are the two things on smell I can't handle. I'm done. Tequila for me. Still? Well, that, that one got me. Well, that one got me. But uh Jim Beam. <sighs> Jim Beam. I can do it. I had a guy, he said, We're gonna do some Jim Beam. Jeez. The I'll find you too, Bryce. I'll find you. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll find you. We got all of the names, so they didn't forget nothing. Well, speaking of 21, 
It's a good segue. Baltimore Ravens won their 21st consecutive preseason game yesterday. Man, oh man. Cover easy. Can't wait to talk or text to somebody, somebody in a book. Say, how'd the Ravens game up for you? <laughs> People are trying to tell me that the books are going to be fine. Books are fine. Books, pros are evening it up. We're all good. Oh, they did. Don't worry. All the rhombuses and parallelograms came on the plus three and a half. I don't oh. believe it. I'm sorry. There's no way I that went was... back down. I, only because of the sharp money that you that they were taking. There's no way that they didn't have a liability, a red number on the Ravens last night. Yeah, I refused it was a lot to smaller than it could have been because they got they got to the number. Three and a half was the number they needed to get to where the bad guys came in and played it. Got off a lot of it. Trust me. It was probably not nearly as bad, but it's just like, what do you make the line next week? You just keep on pushing it up. I mean, the let the pros bet it. The public's going to bet it like the game's already been played because it has. I mean, they just, this is what they do. <laughs> they play really well early. And they just, in the second half, the Titans did nothing. Ravens did everything. They ran away. It was never a question. The only question was that drive at the end by the Ravens to go over. And then they went forward on fourth down and they didn't get it. And the game right stayed under. Game. Yeah. That's it. That was the only question in, in that entire game. The game was never really in doubt from being a cover for the Ravens after the second quarter. So um, walk, work. Did you did you learn anything from any of the games? That game or the Patriots game? Or oh anything? well, I mean, we can go. I mean, the Ravens win that. We can go. I, I, we talk. Go to the Patriots game. I told you the Bailey Zappy is gonna sling it. Zappy. 201 yards passing, touchdown toss, game almost a game-winning drive, put the Patriots up 21-20. The Patriots' defense couldn't hold, and then I loved it. Belichick and Dabble both didn't call timeout. Ball on the 15-yard line, two-minute warning. Run the ball, running clock, run it all the way down to four seconds left, called the timeout, Giants kick the field goal, Giants win by two. Game falls right in between what the number was. One and a half at the open, three, three and a half, back down to two and a half. Right smack Crazy in the how middle. that happens, isn't it? Right smack in the middle. Oh, man, you wonder how can that happen? Calling timeout to get it to fall right in the middle. <laughs> what, do you think That's... Brian Dabble gives a flip about the spread? Come no. on. No, I don't. No, but maybe the owners do. No. I'm just saying. Oh. No, no oh. I, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying Patriots. You hear that in the book all the time. I'm not buying no. it either, but you know, oh, the books knew. Here we go. The no, books they didn't knew. know. They got fortunate, but it was good. I mean, I went two and oh. I had the Ravens laying three and a half. I had the Patriots plus three. I mean, it was it was a good night for me betting football. I was I was good with that. Was, JTP LLC, you starting it? Football package. <laughs> I don't you got sell. anything coming. I already have a podcast. I'm not, I don't sell crap. You know this. All this right. is free every day. Sure. Every day, Thank 365, goodness. every There's single day. a lot day. of people now jumping and following us. Everybody's got a new handicapping service, this thing, well, picks, look, that, whatever. If you're going to follow oh, anybody, follow, oh. Jenna, follow Jenna Garcia and the prop bet of the she's day smoking. on Instagram. And I mean, Jesus, 13 she's hitting two? her picks. I mean, I mean, she's smoking too, but like, you mm -hmm. know, yeah, she's smoking. 13 and two, the last 15 plays. That's stupid. That's documented. Even in Espanol. In, and well, the Spanish plays we're not counting as that's those are different. These are just the straight prop bets of the day because oftentimes the Spanish plays a total that we like. So, like the Spanish play today is um, it is the over for the for the uh, over Diamondbacks Rockies over twelve is the Spanish play of the day today for 
which is not, I almost bet it myself. I, I, I almost took that for just the picks yesterday. So I like that too. The over 12 for Rockies D backs 12. Why is 12 the number? for the Rocky games it gets to 12 and then like it sometimes go over 12 and a half, but then it gets back to the under when it gets to 12 and a half. It's a lot of not, that's a lot of runs. It is. But like in the Rockies games, we've seen 15, we've seen 24, like in this week, we've seen this, we've Again, seen 16, 17. It doesn't matter what the results are when they make the numbers, right? When you make the numbers in a book. You just find out what's the top, where they keep betting us under. Yeah. That's what the number is. So it's 12, 12 and a half. Yeah, 12, you can 12 go to 12 and a half and take an under bet. Yep. So you're good. Scram Walsh, 82. Welcome to the chat. He said, thank you guys for not being paid for picks. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Everything's free. Always. Everything we do here. Free. Has free. to be. Free 99, as they call it. Free 99. All right. Power of Hard Knocks is underway here. Lions were minus one last night. Lions are now minus two and a half tonight. Yep. yep. So what moves the number in preseason? You always say that the sharps are the ones that move the number. Yeah. Is this line move from the sharps or the public coming in after Dan Campbell's debut on hard knocks? Well, yeah, they woke up this morning and said, we got to play the Lions." Everyone did, right? Well, I mean, the groups that bet try to bet at as many places as they can. Now the line miraculously moves at every place. I'm still <laughs> flabbergasted how that can happen from coast to coast across the world. All movement. We woke up this morning and said, wow, they bet us here. They bet us there. They bet them there. Everybody betting the lines today. Let's go to two and a half. The dirty little secret is that it was bet probably in two or three places. And everyone else said, oh, somebody's betting the lines over there. Move it to two, two and a half. Move it immediately. So, what happens it's an air move on a lot of places um 100 mm -hmm. it wasn't like people woke up this morning and said oh i, I love the fucking detroit lions hutchinson <laughs> did that moonwalk oh michael jackson i'm betting them today games at three o'clock it's the first game let me run to the book let me download my app let me reload my account or take my patriot winnings and bet right. the detroit lions <laughs> none of that happened none of it so who bet it why did it move Somebody it, bet it. It feels like it's a hard knocks move to me. It feels like it's just people just betting on the Lions. I mean, there's some rhombuses and parallelograms that got HBO too. They probably watched hard knocks and decided they were going to bet it. I mean, esteem goes in the preseason. Yeah. Esteem goes. You have to be aggressive in moving the numbers. You have to go. What are you going to do? Move it from one to one and a half? You can't. It's mm -hmm. the, the second bet's coming. You got to get to the number. I used to, I mean, forever. This goes back to my Curacao days. When a guy I was working for, uh, Billy used to say, just get to the fucking number. Just get to the number. We need to get to the number. And then I go get in the risk room, and Tony's the same thing. Tony used to say, get to the number. He used to look at you like this and has reading glasses on the end of his nose. Shout out to Tony D. I'm going to get him on this show sometime. Yes. But you have to get to the number. So the number we both know as far as, you know, the book guys and the bad guys is three. So get the two and a half right away. Oh. And now we'll wait. How about this breaking news, by the way? What? Kevin O'Connell, Kirk Cousins. Remember we told him yesterday he wasn't feeling well? Yeah. COVID. COVID. Out for Sunday's game. Oh, man. Kirk Cousins will not play, so watch the move on that. Wow. So there you go. 
But somebody yeah. just reminded me, Chef Benny just reminded everybody, hit the like button while Thank you're here. You. You're watching. Thank On you very birthday. much for that. Riscotti yeah. in the chat. Anthony Riscotti, big Carolina guy. Um, welcome to the show and the chat, sir. Very cool. So on that, uh, yeah, I so have a play. Let me guess. You like the yeah. Lions? Are they in better to book it? The total is. Oh. Not the not the game, but the total is. Oh. So what do you expect out of Watson? He hasn't played in over a year. He's starting tonight for the Browns on the road at the Jags. They're favored, but the number has come down from one and a half to one. Wait a second. Yesterday, Cleveland was one and a half. They are now still, aren't they? Uh uh-uh. oh! Oh wow! Flip to the Jags. Jags minus one and a half painted. Oh, a, wow! When did that? That must have been just in the last hour. I can tell you where it, when it moved at a couple places. Uh, ten o'clock a.m. Okay, yeah, we were on the air at ten. <laughs> so, yeah, in the last hour. One pick. Hello. Wow, that flipped just in the last hour. Somebody flipped that. Jacksonville. Well, look, I like home teams in the preseason. I do. And I think it, I, I mean, I, I do have a bet on a do- road dog today, but generally speaking, I do like home teams in the, in the preseason, if not to win, to cover. So I don't know. I, I get the move. I mean, I think the Jags probably are the side. Is there going to be some more breaking news today that he ain't playing? That Watson's not playing? No, Watson's playing all three preseason games. No debate in my mind. He's taking big snaps tonight, game two, game three. They'll leave him in there for a while. Yet the move came on Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. He might be bad. This is the thing with these one and a half games. Used to be the bane of our existence in the risk room. You move it to one and a half from – they take the dog, either on the money line or they take the point and a half. Yeah. Early in the week day before, two days before, whatever, to get you to flip it. I mean, enough money, just push you. You got to go from one and a half to pick, and then you got to go to pick the one and a half the other way. Then a day of the game, they come back on the other side. Uh, And they got plus money on both sides on the money line. They used you like a bank. Well, I mean, look at this. I mean, this I saw this last night. Uh, The average... Margin of victory for a game in the last 10 years in the NFL that's one and a half, the line closed one and a half on either side is seven. Oh, line, line never mattered. Was that from our guy, SoCal DJ? Nope. I want to shout tic- out SoCal DJ too. From a, tic- from a TikTok betting person that I follow. You're getting information from a TikTok betting person? Dude, TikTok is the biggest social media. I mean, it's insane what's on TikTok right now. I'm obsessed with cooking TikTok. I'm obsessed with restaurant TikTok. I'm obsessed with, I'm, I'm obsessed with betting TikTok. I just get a ton of betting TikToks because I'm doing betting on there. But because of the algorithm. Yeah, it just feeds it to me constantly. But like, I just saw it and it was like, that's because it's, this is the, I was told this five years ago by a friend of mine. He was like, the point spread in the NFL doesn't matter. Stop looking at it. It's dead. The point spread doesn't like, it, it's just, it does not. Equate whoever you think wins, bet it. Like it doesn't matter. Don't worry about laying three. Don't worry about the key number, three and a half. It doesn't, it, it factors in like 15% of the time. Like don't worry about it. And now five years later, it, there's even more data to kind of support that the, that the average margin of victory actually is 11 points when it's three points on either side. Like I just the, had to put the glasses on to listen to this because 
Hopefully we get this clip out and have all the Brambuses and a pair of other Grams coming at us. And then let them, but it's just the fact, but they're the ones who it's are the, true. It's I mean, true. It's just, the point it's, spread's dead. The, the point spread really, I mean, yes, it does oh, matter. Oh boy. Now we're going to get into the CLV. Now we're going to get into all this other but tell stuff. Me wrong. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong that the, the point spread betting is generally speaking dead in the NFL. It doesn't come into play. It comes Not, into play more on totals than it does on sides. You know when it comes into play? Fun. The back end of the season. When the okay. numbers are better. Yeah, sure. When the numbers sure. suck, it doesn't matter. And they suck in September and October. I used to say this all the time. Like, you know, and, and the guys used to get mad. I'm like, why are you why are you using three on the Ravens game last night? Why are you using three? You beat the closing line when you laid when you laid two and a half. You laid three. It went to three and a half. Should have started at six. Mm-hmm. Taking bets all the way down. You could have, you needed, you would have needed a CLV dumpster <laughs> to put all the fucking CLV in. They all would have lost. I mean, it's easy to say with benefit of reflection. Of course. I'm not saying anybody knows anything. I'm the first person to say nobody knows shit. But the point spread is designed to get you to bet the game. You can't let it cloud your thinking. Watch the game and make your own fucking number. Mm-hmm. And then you know. You know? Said so the Ravens minus six, six and a half should have been that line yesterday. Because I'm tired of losing and having everybody text me, DM me. You're betting the Ravens, aren't you? I'm not watching the fucking game. I'm watching the Field of Dreams. But if I was, yes, I would bet, bet Ravens. the Ravens. Because it's three. So you're right. I laid three and a half. Didn't bother me any. Wasn't worried. Uh, you got no fear of nothing. You were drinking at 12. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he jumped off doing, a cliff. I, I, I was doing other things. I was 13 and 14. So, yes. Ah, go, so like 12, it is Friday. 13, Roll call Friday. You can say <laughs> yeah. what you want. So, you know, there we are in that. So, does Watson look good tonight in your mind or, or questionable? I think questionable. Speed of the game's real, man. Being away for a year plus is going to be, he's going to be rusty. I would think so, but man, knowing him, and I was just, I was always a huge fan of his at Clemson because I felt like he didn't have the tools that everyone else had. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Houston and, you know, they got him D hop and, and, you know, they never really had a strong running game, but he was amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of those games in Houston. So, I mean, I would think it would come back, might not come back right away. But I guarantee he's been working his ass off, like to make sure for everybody he's ready. I I think he plays a series. <laughs> I don't think he plays that really? much because yeah. I think he plays a lot. I think the risk of injury is higher than him getting reps right now Who without knowing. Who cares if he gets hurt? Who cares if he gets hurt? Yeah. Like what, what level, the only thing you got to worry about is the, is the, how significant the injury would be. But if he, you know, as long as it's not like a, a season ending ACL or something, as long as it's just like, I get a concussion or he gets a, you know, even a separated shoulder is not a big deal. It's like, he's not playing until October. Now it's six games. Minimum. Minimum. It's to mid October, most likely or late October. Most likely it's going to be like Christmas. So Did I play him. See- that he offered to pay a $5 million fine and accept an eight-game suspension. I, I missed that. 
So I was on the radio last night with Lisey. Um, Carver had to take off, so he asked me to go on. I did an hour with him, and it came across while we were on last night. I was like, what? And so they put oh, it out there. NFL His side it. put it out there. Well, you know that if, if you're willing to offer that up, you know what's coming then. Like right. You, you know that you're getting like 15 million in a, in a season. Like <laughs> if you're, you're just trying to throw down, you know, this is what I'll accept, put it out there and maybe come to a public negotiation with the league. But the league is appealing. Can the league do that? Can Goodell just accept his eight game and five million? There's no chance that Goodell accepts that. Yeah, that's weak. No, that's, no. that's really too. I, I'm actually surprised they actually offered because now you're now you're allowing the bar to be, you know, that's the basement. Now it's eight games minimum, but we know it's going to be a lot more than that. So now it's thinking, now I'm like, okay, maybe it's maybe it is this whole maybe it is the whole season. Maybe it's 17 games <laughs> that they're gonna come they're gonna come back with. Have no fear, bear is here. Which I bear? Mean, bear Mollings just What's popped up? in the chat. That's pretty What's good. It? Have no fear. Bear is here. If you're if if you're OTG said OTG just popped in the chat and said the the point spread betting matters because he's not laying the money line. That's fair. I okay. think money line betting has become more prevalent in the last five to ten years in football. It was never bet before. Percentage wise, it was point spread bets like eighty percent money line right. fifty or twenty, and then. You started to see like they would put two money lines together and not want to lay six and four and a half. They would just do money line parlay. Yep. Two leg money. So it's a great bet. I love it. And then two leg money line parlays are great. I love them. Pass but passed. And they started with this teasers again. Now, this mm-hmm. is the teasers. I mean, like we were, like I told you before, in, in the late 90s in Curacao, we were six point even money teasers. Unbelievable. We wrote more teasers in our place than the rest of the offshore world did combined. Like nobody, wow. I mean, they were trying to offer 110 or 120. We were we were doing even money. We couldn't get enough. So teasers became popular. Mm. Anything to kind of get off of the point spread. So, I mean, it's a legitimate argument. As far as Watson, man, I don't know. I, I, I just think long-term, that big contract, long-term, the future, him going down to Jacksonville tonight and playing the first half. If I'm the coach, I'm like, listen, until we know, because what if they come back and say they're not appealing or, they're, 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 or that they are appealing, but then it's going to go and it's six games. I need you for this season. But if I don't need you for this season, I need you for the next four. Yeah, but then he gets hurt. Who cares? I mean, you get Garoppolo in there and you can trade for Garoppolo and he's going to be your quarterback. Jimmy G, if, if you're going to go get a quarterback, you got to trade for him now. Like they want this thing settled now. They want to know because they got to go get Garoppolo to come in and play at least one preseason game, have a couple of weeks of practice and then play at least one of them to get some reps with the guys with live fire. So I don't know. Speaking of bear, by the way, if you're a blackjack dealer and the sky above you in a casino opens up and you get soaked, what do you do? Is that a fuck it? I'm going home. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, what do you do? Uh, like you're, you're sitting there dealing cards. And all of a sudden you look up and the water is like just dousing down on you and you're absolutely soaking wet. Like, what do you do? Did you just go like, I, I go home or like <laughs> who's responsible for that? That's not, it's not supposed to happen. Cause last night there was a blackjack dealer that had that happen to them in a shoe at planet Hollywood. And there was the sky opened up and just started dropping water on top of their head. Have you ever been at a table where somebody spills a drink? Yes. It's the worst. Absolute but, worst. 
it fucks up the car. There's got to be a shuffle change, new cards. The chips the, are everywhere. Yeah, it's the a pit total. boss has to walk down the table. Nobody move. Dab it up. It's a disaster. And if it gets in a chip rack, forget it. It's yep. a complete disaster. Then it's all or over. Or the shuffler, too, if it goes down. Oh, the, don't do the shuffler. They may ask you to pay for that son of a bitch. Yeah. You can't do that. Don't, get the, don't ever get the shuffler. People put out cigars and cigarettes and stuff and put holes in the table, spill drinks all the time. But as far as the roof, the roof <laughs> leaking, I saw the video. It's horrible. And like, I know a lot of dealers that would be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Like, like are you serious? What? That's break. I'm yeah, out. I'm done. Shut the table down, pit down. Then you go sit in the break room and they tell you you can go home because they they, they're not opening You're that so pit. You're wet. You're just You can't miserable. stop that. It was pouring last night. I mean, it missed. I'm in Summerlin, so I'm on the western side of the, of the city. But I heard it from my deck, and I just I opened up my my weather app, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" There was a gigantic red circle right over the strip, like there was torrential downpour last night here in Vegas, well, monsoon craziness, and it. I mean, flooding was a was was the smaller of the problems. The roofs collapsed at the older casino. <laughs> It's one of those ones that, like, you just, okay, here we go. The clap of thunder mm. was, I thought it shook the house, but now we have a dog. So oh. rainstorms are different. Yeah. This little dog was so scared. Oh. I was like, what? You know, and I'm upstairs on a radio, and Jess is downstairs with the kids, and she's like, the dog doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, well, hold the dog. The dog got to know it's going to be okay, but then Get noise. A thunder vest. It needs a thunder vest. Wait till the what? 4th of July. A thunder a vest. A, a thunder, thunder vest? Yeah. What the hell's anti, a thunder vest? Anti it's an anti-anxiety, calm your dog down vest. It basically squeezes them and make them feel safe. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially puppies. It's a good thing to get a puppy. I mean, we got every other thing. We got to get a, we gotta get a, a vest now, too. You definitely have to get it for the 4th of July around here because that's the worst. 4th of July and New Year's Eve coming. That's the other one. The dogs just loud thunderstorms and fireworks are dogs can't deal. They flip out. God. Come on. They get all mad. (laughs) That change number two. That change. Eagles and the Jets. Everyone's on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. You buying this? You buying the Philly Eagle hype here? Wearing a Rocky shirt, was wearing win. our BVB Philadelphia Philly model. They're going to win the division. Um, boy, it is a little bit a lot like over the top, isn't it? It's one way. It's getting street. a little alarm. It's a one way street on this. It's look out for the Eagles. Here come the Eagles. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it's starting to get uncomfortable because I want to see it because I just can't stand the Cowboys. Just in general. Well, and it makes sense too, because no one's won back-to-back division, so it would be the Eagles to win the division. I can't see the Giants hype myself, but that's Giants are bad. Watched them last night. They oh boy, stink! Really? <laughs> Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones. Offensive line still the. I mean, the offensive line. The starters were in for the Giants, and the Patriots backups were getting Daniel Jones. Consistently getting consistently getting General Jones. Yes. Patriots second stringers were getting up the middle and getting, you know, edge rushes and 
It was it was watching it going like this is like Patriots depth. Of course, all the Patriot media now is like, man, they look oh, much better. Patriots look much. I was like, no shit, you fools. Because we're all sitting there crying about practice reports, and they had a team meeting to talk about they weren't executing properly. Like guys, they're professional football players. Like get up, get out of here with all this nonsense. But Bill's still the coach. Like, Bill's still the coach. Okay, like, like, but, but they don't know who's calling. It's Joe Judge or it's Matt Patricia. I'm good. Right. Is Belichick still there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. I, I I'm not worried. He'll figure I it out. I saw one quote from him after the game, and he said, "We're working on stuff." Yeah. And they said, "But." And the follow up question was, "He was like, right? We're working on stuff." He just gives you. He's so. I. I, I he's my hero. We used to love watching the press conferences in the risk room. You I used to him ask around. him to turn it on the TV in the book. Just listen to this guy. He's got to figure it out. Nobody knows shit except me. It's great. Right. Well, he's a cat with a mat with a ball of yarn with the media. He just bats them around and plays. Bam, them. bam, bam. He wants to do. I like that analogy. It. Cat yeah. with a ball of yarn. Yeah, he just plays with the media, and everyone gets all you know unraveled. Like, oh, but he said, but Bill did this, and Bill smiled. Oh my gosh, Bill smiled. <laughs> stop, like you people, like just please stop. I feel so, so bad. So many media members are just like, feel so bad. I'm like, this is your job. Like your job is to talk about his facial expression. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking about this. <laughs> uh, Bengals minus two at home against the Cardinals. What which the team? Do with this game? Well, which team has more question marks going into the year? The Bengals, a team that went to the Super Bowl but lost, beat the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, but was it smoke and mirrors in a one-year, one-hit wonder? Or this Cardinals team with Kyler Murray, I like Instagram. I like the Cardinals. Now I don't like Instagram and the Cardinals. Oh, wait, now I get paid. Now I'm back to liking the Cardinals again. Arizona Cardinals with Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, it's Cardinals minus 850. Yeah. As far as questions. I mean, they got a lot of questions. There's a lot I'm of... still not totally sold on Zach Taylor. I'm sorry. Still not, still not there. I just got to the Super Bowl cover and lost by three. And you're still not sold. You're still, never going to be fucking sold. Still not there. I'm you're not going to be sold. And, and what happens if they win eight games this year? What happens if it was a one year Ravens year, like with what with, with, with Trent so Dilker? That's allowed. Well, a, I mean, it's a first okay. place schedule. The Ravens are 100% going to be better. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of the Browns. I have no idea if they're going to be better, the same, worse. I have no idea because I don't know who's playing quarterback. I don't know what that situation is. And I still think the Steelers are going to be better than people think. I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team, but I think they're going to be – they're not going to go four and 13. You cool with Peckett starting game one? He ain't starting game one. Oh, careful. What? A lot of Philly meat, a lot of Pittsburgh media starting that conversation. Trubisky yeah. starting. The, the game New England one. media was concerned about the Patriots too. I mean, okay, but the media just, guys, I wish I told you. We're okay, be but we're talking about if Trubisky, if Trubisky, all the media bets. <laughs> yeah, no, but if Trubisky struggles, he's starting game one with the ones. Yeah, if he struggles, and Pickett plays well, the job is there to be taken. Oh, it is. Kenny Pickett and Patriots did it with Mac. They could start at game one with a rookie. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I, I'm not going to put it totally past Kenny Pickett for being your starting quarterback game one. As of right now, from what I've seen and read, I think Trubisky starts game one. Okay. But 
but I mean, it could happen. You know, he could mysteriously get hurt. He could stink. He could. Right. Know, that's the, that's the question. If he's not work the with the, the offense as constructed, um, a lot of things could happen. I just don't think it's the, it's not the, the way unless he's ready. If he starts, he's ready. Like he's got the offense. He's got the huddle. He's got the locker room. Got the gloves. He's ready. He's got two gloves. Any <laughs> two gloves? I swear, I, I'm going to wear two gloves every every Friday on the show for Roll Call Friday, <laughs> football season. Is he going to wear white gloves or black gloves? I think he wears two white gloves, doesn't he? I don't know, man. It's, the weather's bad in Pittsburgh. He's going to get all messed yeah, up. It's, it's it's all bad in Pittsburgh. It's bad in September. Sure. <laughs> It's 85 degrees, but yeah, put two gloves on. Sure, go ahead. Shit rains all the time in Pittsburgh. What are you talking about? You know the, <sighs> the city in the country where it rains the most? There's two. Seattle. And Pittsburgh. It rains as much in Pittsburgh, just slightly below Seattle, in the really? United States. In the city, you mean? In like in downtown? In the metro area. Yeah, not in the region. Rainfall. Oh, it fucking rains a lot in Pittsburgh. It's in I know, the but the region, Seattle rains. Seattle's 365 in the region. Like, it's just. Seattle Pittsburgh sees the sun like 100 days a year. Goodness gracious. No wonder why you're all pissed off. That's why you like sports so much. It's all you do. Oh, sports. Playing the rain. It's a hell of a mutter back in the day. Now I can't stand the rain. I hate the rain. Oh. No. Fuck. I hate, I like snow coming down, snow on the ground. I hate, I hate rain coming down in particular in this city because no one knows what the hell to do when it rains here. It is demolition derby out there when the rain rains in Vegas. Wait till your daughter drives. No, thank you. Nope. No, thank you. Middle consig was out and, and I come downstairs. I said, where's Kelsey? She's out with her friends. They're having dinner. I said, have you looked outside? Does she have the car? Who's riding her home? Oh, relax. I'm just a dad. That's all. Relax? Yeah, that's what I get. Relax. Yeah, I, I think you're you're justified. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're justified. Thank you. Um, one more. Niners minus two and a half at home against the Packers tonight. Are you expecting much out of Trey Lance tonight? How much does he play? A series, I bet. I mean, he's the starting quarterback, right? So he ain't playing. And then he can't. I don't think Grapple is playing either. I think they're going to keep him on ice. If you're Jimmy G, would you be playing? I would want to play. Sure. You could raise your stock up, but I'd rather not get hurt and have my whole year be a mess. So, and, they, and they're not going to risk it because they can't, they, they can't go ahead and send them out. And I ain't playing behind no guys that, you know, are going to be working in the grocery store and stuff in a week. If I'm Jimmy G, right. I ain't yeah. playing. No way. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be interested in that. That's, you're asking for trouble when you're doing that for sure. Right. I mean, I, I think what's interesting, what's going to be interesting, I think personally, what I'm looking forward to though, is I want to watch what in the second half, this is where the Niners I think are going to play hard. The Packers under, under, um, under Matt LaFleur, they have not cared about preseason at all. Like they just, they don't play anything. So right. my, I think this is another home team second half performance here. No Rodgers, but Jordan loves playing tonight. So, I mean, I think you got to see what you got in him. You see the board, there's five games today, right? Right. Every game is either two and a half, one and a half, two or two and a half. Yeah. Like, and, and now the, the Philly game is, wow, the Philly game is solid pick. Really? Jet money came in. 
Ooh. Nobody knows what to do with that Philly game. Wow. <laughs> Book said the hell with this. Yang taking plus plus on both sides. Pick. Now you got to lay 110. Bet it. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah, what, what to make of that game? That game's going to be crazy. Uh, Farrah, just let us know whenever we can bring on Maddie. I know he's, he's at Circa, so I see him in the back. So we can go ahead and, and, and pop him on talking about the contest a little bit here and what's going on with footballcontest.com presenting us here for Roll Call Friday. Uh, anybody else you want to roll? Through? We are good. All right, let's bring on our guy. He is We're Vegas good. Maddie, Maddie Simo, who runs footballcontest.com, presenting sponsor of our Friday Roll Call Fridays here for the Bostonian versus the book. He is live at Circa at the moment. Maddie, Matt and Dave, how are you? Good, how are you? Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, loud and clear. Oh, good. I got. I finally got the, uh, the headphones to work, so. <laughs> Sounds like it's hopping at Circa today. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. People are coming in, signing up. It's, it's not too crazy, not yet. Sounds can be deceiving, Matty. Tell them it's not. It, it's a loud place. Pump the jams over here. It sounds like a concert in the background. All right, give us an update, Matty. Where are we here? I know it's a sign-up weekend for you guys. Where, where we're talking about the Westgate in a bit, but where's Circa at the moment for the Survivor and the Million? Well, let me just take a gander behind me right now. It's about 1,500 entries in the Survivor and a little over 1,000, almost 1,100 in the uh, million. So uh, the numbers are going up. I, I, got, I had a guy do 11 Survivors earlier today, so that uh, that pumped it up a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully I'm here till 3 o'clock today, and then I'm here 9 to 3 tomorrow. So hopefully we'll get a lot of signups and try to get those numbers even higher. But uh, I don't know if you heard uh, earlier, but Jeff Benson was projecting over 8,000 in the Survivor. So I don't know if you can believe that. A Survivor? Yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Whoa. So what's the million projection? Because Dave and I were arguing about how many people are going to be in the million. Yeah, the million projection was like 4,500. This was as of earlier in the week, and he was projecting 8,100 in the Survivor. But you know how these go. The last few weeks, we've got, what, four weeks from today or from tomorrow is the deadline to sign up. So you got to get out here. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people maxing out those survivor entries. I think that's the the big difference between last year and the year be, uh, and this year is just that you saw five individuals cash massive checks over, uh, over a million bucks or a million dollars or higher. So... The year before, when they first had the Survivor, 35 people tied, and they cashed for 70000 apiece. So the fact that the, the, you're able to promote, like our guy Billy Chippis, he won $1.5 million in, the, in the Survivor last year. Um, that, that's a that's a lot of money. That's the most ever in any super in any football contest that I know of legally. Um, but um, right. that's big, and that's promoting. They're promoting the heck out of it. Derek and Mike are doing a great job down here. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're going to pump it up as much as they can to get uh, these entries in here and avoid the overlay. I, I definitely think it's going to be over 6,000 entries in the Survivor. Um, I think it's going to be uh, kind of tough for the million to hit five. But, um, you know, they up the, the guarantee in that, $2 million. So we'll see what happens. But there's so many people who come these last few weeks, guys. You know how that goes. Maddie, how many people – or what do you think the average – um, number of entries for someone 
and is in the survivor contest. Like I get asked all the time about using your service and being a proxy, yeah. but how many entries can you sign up for? And are people coming in and like you said, maxing out the entries, you can come in yeah. and buy what three or six. No, you can buy six. You could buy three in the million and six in the survivor. So I had a guy this morning, he signed up. He's been with us for years. He brought his wife in. So he did six. His wife did five. Uh, and then he's having another friend come out here and do six for him next week. So wow. that's a lot of bitches. Yeah. So, but yeah. And this tell, Jared, I mean, he's got like his, his nothing. Skin. What's that? I said, tell people like, it's nothing that people just bring up $12,000. I mean, that's, it's a thousand an entry, right? They come and say 12,000. I'm signing up. Here we go. Right. 12 chances at 6 million bucks. I mean, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's coming down to. I mean, you've got the, the lotto. This is, you gotta, I think we talked about this last week. You have a lot better shot probably, or you feel like you got a lot better shot to pick a survivor, uh, winner, um, then, then win the lottery. So to me, it's like a, it's a big lottery ticket. But if you know football, and a lot of these guys, I mean, I have guys all the time. Oh, I won my survivor pool last year. You know, it's a smaller pool, obviously, and stuff like that. But I mean, the bottom line is, if you have a lot of experience in the survivor pools and you feel good about it, this is the big boy. This is the big leagues. This is what you want to do. Find as many entries as you possibly can. They also have the promotion too, where if you get knocked out on that Thursday night game. You can rebuy. So if, say you had the max of six entries and you took the bills and they lost to the Rams, you could buy another six entries before the deadline on uh, on um, Saturday. So you get in 12 times yeah. and hopefully you get the six past the first week. How about that? Talking to Vegas, Matty, footballcontest.com on a roll call Friday here for the Bostonian versus the book. Matty, in terms of the 20 legs, like last year was they changed the rules a little bit. They made Christmas and yeah. Thanksgiving that they made them their own weeks. We've got 20 weeks now. How many questions are you getting from your, from your customers coming up about just the new rules for Survivor? Well, I mean, it's pretty much the same. I, uh, you can't use the, the Rams or the Bengals if you want to get that extra million. Uh, I mean, that, that's really like the, the, the only real difference, I think, is that you can't use them at all, right? I think yeah. that's the, the main difference. Until but the end, yep. Other, other than that, you got the you got the same like kind of mini weeks for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, man, I mean, those are difficult. You guys know, like – we had a guy who got through on Thanksgiving last year with the Raiders beating the Cowboys and then turned around and lost on Sunday because he had the Eagles against the Giants. So, I mean, that, that to me is like the, the big heartbreaker. You know, you have to you get so far that deep into the season and then you get through like, I mean, the Cowboys, it'll be interesting to see who takes them because I know there's a lot of heartbreaking stories. The, the first two years of the Survivor Cup. Blew, blew up the pool, right? Um, and then you had the Bears barely getting by. Our guy, Billy Chippis, who won $1.5 million, he had the Bears, and that was no sure thing against the Lions either. They needed a field goal to, to, to win that game. So, um, yeah, I mean, you got that, and then you got Christmas. Uh, th those games, like on that Saturday, uh, it's going to be a little different, actually, this year because um, all the games are going to be played on Christmas Eve, which is the 24th. So the deadlines are going to be uh, affected. Um, where we have to get everything in on Friday. And then, um, yeah, there's, I think, but there's still three Sunday games, I believe, for Christmas. Um, so that Christmas week, and then you got the Monday night game, I think it's part of that as well. So it's, it's tough, man. If you can get, if you can get uh, to that point of the season, it's an accomplishment. 
um, maybe at, at one point they'll have quarters, <laughs> quarterly payouts for uh, right. <laughs> for the survivor. You know, at least for the, oh. those late quarters. But are people That's doing that? I mean, I mean, are are people? Did you find your customers who are coming in? Like Dave and I talk about this a lot. Like, if you're at the end of the survivor and you know you might win X number of dollars, if they start placing bets opposite their survivor pick in order to try to guarantee themselves. I, mean, I haven't heard it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, when you have that much money on the line, you can figure out what the payout would be. And like, if you were to hedge back and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move if you can get the money down. I mean, we had another guy who had uh, lost on the Cardinals back-to-back weeks. Uh, first one was, he had two entries left in the Survivor Contest. And then um, when they played the Lions late in the season, he lost that one. And then he had one more and he turned around and it was the Christmas week and he had the Cardinals against the Colts and the Colts beat him. So he went out He went out with two entries. He was one of the few guys that had two entries left late in the season and uh, lost both of those on the Cardinals, man. I would hate that team so much if I was him. But, but hopefully he, he was able to hedge at some at some point to, to, to get something back. Because, I mean, you're talking, I mean, the, the, the amount of money that you are have the potential to win – the like digits and there's like 10 or 12 people left i mean you gotta hedge i mean you, you gotta find a way yeah um but our guy billy last year i mean he was betting alternate spreads on the chiefs in the last week taking them like right. minus 20 and things like that to, to, yeah. to try to double triple up his money <laughs> uh, i mean, I mean it's, it would be possible to double or triple up i mean but but to kind of uh, multiply the ways you would win, I should say, because there's no way you're going to double or triple winning $1.5 million. Right. Uh, Maddie, I tell people, even that live in town, with what's going on, like with the holidays and stuff like this, it's a, it's a very nice service to have you putting in the picks because you have no idea what's going to come up. Like, this isn't just for out-of-towners. You, right. uh, what percentage of your customers is in town? I'm just curious. I mean, we've got a few. I would say like a handful of guys that are local that, that use us. Um, signed up Damon, okay. Damon Graham. And I know Matt knows. Uh, he was the Super Contest w- a winner in 2016. Signed him up for the super contest in the Circa Millions uh, this this uh, last week, and he like just likes to travel during the season. And I mean, it's almost like a built-in alarm clock. If he doesn't have his picks in, we're on him, we're texting him, calling him, making sure he gets him in. Yeah. And he, he, to, to be honest, he, he puts his picks in on the app probably like seventy percent of the time uh, during the season. So. He's using that, but he, he likes the, the peace of mind, kind of like an insurance policy to make sure that we're going to follow up with him. Or if you can't um, get in on the app, some guys have issues with the app and like trying to get geolocated and all that stuff. If you're in a bad part of town or whatever. And uh, we've had people just by the skin of their teeth try to get, get picks in. I, I had a story about a guy who was struggling. He waited to the, the deadline last year. I think I told you that one last week, Dave. Um, and he uh, waited basically until quarter to three to get his picks, and he thought he could just put him on the app, and he couldn't get in. And then, like, fortunately, he had us to, to, to put him in uh, for him last second. But, I mean, he almost pissed away $6,000 in entry fees in week one. So, right. um, Yikes. It's, it's definitely a good insurance policy to have us, and 
even if you're local, for sure. Now, Matty, you're at Circa, but back in the day, you and I used to do a podcast together called Fader Follow, which was on the Westgate Super Contest and what they were doing. And they started what they call the Westgate Super Contest Gold, which is a $5,000 entry in the $1,000 for the Super Contest or the Gold. How has that has that grown? Is, is, is there interest in that still? Or is that just a very select number of people that are willing to put up five dimes to be in a pick contest? Contest. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because there are still uh, a, like a limited amount of people. I mean, they might get entries in the contest, but what I think you saw last year is that it paid out more than the super contest, like overall. So that shift, because the super contest is going more towards the in-season stuff, they've got 11 in-season bonuses. Those are 100% guaranteed, I believe. But the overall prize pool is not. So the top 30 places that they pay out, are, it's not guaranteed. It's based on the total number of entries. So what you see last year for the first time is that the gold was worth more, I believe, than the, than the, the regular Super Contest first prize playoff. So, and I think like moving forward, uh, that's probably going to be the case just because so, so much money goes into like now those 11 in-season contests. And then, I mean, last year they had about 2,000 entries in the Super Contest. Maybe they'll get the same this year. Maybe they won't. But you're still going to have that that limited amount of people who are willing to put up the 5K and the Super Contest gold, and that's 100% payback to one person. So, I mean, that, that's, that is a big difference. I still think the interest is there because with, with the way Circa's going and you're talking about pushing like 5,000 entries in the Circa Million, do you want to pay, play against 100 people or do you want to play against 5,000? I mean, uh, we, we still get feedback from customers who are just still doing the super contest for that reason because it's just there's too many people in the circuit million. So that, that's definitely something to consider when you're signing up for these contests. Hmm. In terms of where you think the circa million i mean do you think they get to 5000 i mean no 4500 is, is the projection but do you think because there's always this rush in the last 3 weeks where you guys we, we, every year we're always like oh there's an overlay there's an overlay and then like they're way over what 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 they wind up projecting to be at is 5000 a legitimate number I mean, I think it's legitimate. I, Six thousand is what they need to do to avoid the overlay because Derek kicked up the extra two million dollars in the guaranteed money. So th- that's going to be tough. I think. I mean, it's it's possible, but the thing is, there's only you can only do three entries. So right. if they had max of six, maybe people would do that, and you'd be able to get up to that. I think that's where it's kind of limiting in the survivor to buy in uh you know six entries and that it, it's people don't really sneeze at it really too much because last year was the, there was an overlay last year in in in, in a million for two million dollars well, right it's not not in, not in a million survivor, the survivor, survivor yeah. overlay so yeah the both contests had just over four thousand entries and the million last year had to hit four thousand to avoid an overlay so it went a little over so it, it was fine but kicking it up another two thousand entries to avoid the overlay that's that's pretty aggressive and derek you know is a, a big better that way he's gambling on uh people coming out here and stuff and i think the big difference between this year and last year is last year you saw the million trending ahead of the survivor even at this point and now it's the other way around now it's the, the survivor is up for 400 entries on the, on the million 
and it's going to continue training that way. Like these numbers that Jeff Benson gave me, these are the based on the projections of the number of people that come out like the last month. So it's already figuring that in. Right. Um, and that's why he even thinks the 8,000 number for survivors a little aggressive. But I mean, that, that's yeah. kind of what the, what, what the, like the ratio of people coming in that last few weeks based on past yeah. history, the first few years shows. Well, also the one thing that's interesting about the survivor versus the million, because the million you're competing against other teams, other, other players, survivors, you're against yourself. You're just trying to last to the yeah. end. And so it doesn't really exactly. matter what anybody else does. It only matters what you do. So right. it's a little easier in that way that you're not constantly wondering, like, Oh, I went four and a half points this week. Now I'm up, you know, I'm constantly exactly. going half a point it's, down. You just right? go in and move on. That's basically it. That's why if you can get like a couple of buddies to go in and, uh, sign up max them out and you end up having like 18 to 24 entries uh in, in the survivor that it's that many picks or that many chances you have it that many lottery tickets kind of that, that's right. kind of how i look at it so that's a good point that's why Maddie, I, when you look at from that perspective that's what that's why the survivor is just kicking butts so, so all right so if i'm watching this if i'm listening to us now here maddie how can i get in contact with you guys at footballcontest.com if i'm coming out to vegas and i want to hire you guys to be my proxy how do i do it yeah, just go to footballcontest.com, uh, click the button that says get a proxy uh, on the homepage. You can follow us on Twitter at Football Contest. And uh, basically, yeah, we, we post updates on when we're going to be at the books. Like basically from here on out, Fridays and Saturdays, I'll be at Circa Resort between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. every Friday and Saturday, pretty much from here on out. So Very you'll cool. find me here. Uh, Tony's at the Westgate limited limited hours so you want to check in with us and make sure when we're going to be there so you can get signed up for that. and then you also got the william hill college pickham too there's they had a big overlay in that contest too last year and i think there's potential for that again they only had about 36 entries in that one out earlier in the week and they got to hit like what 500 entries to, to break even in that one so that's also a thousand dollars to enter and it's 10 week contest involves making eight college picks every week interesting you might need uh, i think i might need to be in on that one not good stuff man appreciate it have fun today at circa we'll talk you to you. happy birthday hey have a good one come, thank you sir second party with you down there that's vegas maddie maddie Simo for footballcontest.com here it's roll call friday being presented by footballcontest.com dave we, we've talked about this before a little bit but about the fact that people are using and hedging off of their 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 survivor entries as they get later in the year uh, week 16 like when do you start doing that when do you start doing the hedge opposite your play uh some people do uh the second last week but i mean i was last couple of years we've been down there right uh yep. the last week of the season in both places and i mean i know who's watching what sitting there because there ain't that many people here in December and now it's going to be January. So, you know, I asked the writers, I asked the, two of the guys I spoke to last year that, that cashed at the end. Mm. One, I think one of them was his guy. Um, yeah. They bet a hundred thousand on the other oh. side, you know, just to guarantee they're going to make a hundred thousand. So, it. you know, they bet a hundred thousand and so they win 1.4 million. Or they win 1.2. How hard is it for someone to get a hundred dimes? Like how hard is that for the person to physically get it or for the book to take it? Not the book to take it for, for, for someone who like is just a general, you know, they make, you know, 85 K a year and they go find a hundred thousand dollars to the other side. 
a lot of people out there that will front you the money for a percentage. Right. You had to, to, to take a cut of it, take a cut yeah. of the Yeah, you got to give you got to give them ten percent or whatever. You work out that you work out whatever terms you can work out. But right, there's a lot of people that you know. It's just like venture capitalists. I mean, these people are yeah. giving these sports book companies money. They don't even care if they get it back because they're backing right other things. Shit. So right. they know this is coming back. This right. is one of the best investments you can make in a short period just, of time, two weeks. <laughs> I'd say all the time, like, listen, yeah. if I got it, I'll give you 10%. You need 10 dimes. I can get you 10 dimes as quick as I can, or I'll make a call and try to get you the whole hundred. Right. Like, you know, I don't know. I know a lot of people have seen a lot of things, so we could probably get somebody. Listen, you can DM me at sports BK can say DM Matt at sports talk. Matt. <laughs> when it gets to that, we might be able to make arrangements through the show. Boston versus the book, right? Front somebody some money. God bless. I hope we're, we know. Right. Somebody that's in that position. Hell yeah. More it's us. More it's us being in that position. I like the Westgate contest as well yep. because you get that three, there's six three week contests and right. three six week contests. Um, I feel how like about, you have a little more. Shot. How about the college football? 36 people are in it. 36 entries at the Nugget. Yeah. At the college football. You said 36. You got to go in person and put every them in. week. Got to go in person and put them in. Oh, it's a little bit of a pain. It's 10 weeks. Same way with the West, uh, the William Hill College one last year. But isn't the William, can't you do the William Hill? Can't you enter at, at like the, 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 the PTs around town? Like you can go to the kiosk? Can. So um, it, makes it, it makes it easier. Well, no. You could not last year. Oh. I got to get the rules. Our friend Linda cashed in it last year. Okay. Supervisor at Circus, she picked up 30 dimes. She finished like sixth in the whole thing. Damn. Um, I was outside the money with me and the, the guy I did it with. But, of course, we went 8-0 the first week. We and you didn't cash? Pick. Damn. Yeah, we, we went 8-0 the first week. And the guy I was doing it with was like, oh, my God, we're going to win. I said, hold on. Yeah. Listen, well, eight more relax. weeks ago. We got – it's 12 weeks. Oh, he, Matt says 10 weeks. The William Hill one? Yeah. He says 10 weeks and just college football, 10 weeks. That's it now? Mm-hmm. Wow. Eight, eight games, though. Yeah, it's eight games. That's a lot. 80 it's games. 10 80 weeks, games. 80 picks, that's it? 80 picks, ATS. What do you got to go, 65 and 15? No, not, not that high. Really? I mean, 60, if there's 80, I just can't believe there's only 80 picks. Last year, we're 96. It was 12 weeks last year. Um. 80 picks, you got to go, what, 60 and 20? 75%? Okay. Maybe. That's It's hard. I mean, you know, we picked it like 55%. We were great. Yeah, we're the Westgate even, is definitely close. interesting. I, I think it's definitely going to be an interesting run. The 5K, the 5K gold is, man, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> For one entry, five thousand dollars is. We had a hundred thousand dollar contest at the M. Entry seven people in it. Yeah, a hundred thousand entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wanted a high end contest. It's seven entries. Take a rake, or no? No. So just to get the, the first the, and what? second place got paid. The media, just to get the attention. Why wow, do we it? were trying. We were trying to get some. Some big whales, like 
you know, and then we were going to do a show with the picks and all the other bullshit and everything else. <laughs> seven people, but it was 700,000. I mean, that's, that's a lot of entries, a lot of money. It was only seven entries though. And we put it up, you know, on the, on a thing like their picks every week and thought people would be interested. I mean, if a tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a noise? Right. 700,000. Nobody cared. Person wow. got a half a million that won it. Oh my God. 100,000 for the second. Double your money. It's not bad. Two, one, yeah. two, one return. Not bad. I just got an email from the Arizona Republic. They're now the Arizona Republic. I'm only a member of this because I, I signed up for it like a month ago when we started Props Arizona. Uh huh. They're now doing their own fantasy football league. Mm hmm. <laughs> They're saying your number one source for fantasy football information. Sign up and get your subscriber exclusive discount to betting cheat sheets, player rankings, draft tools, and a whole lot more. This is wow. this is the Arizona Republic. This is the newspaper of record in Phoenix. My God, everybody's doing this. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's going. It's insane. Everyone is getting involved with this. It really is something. It's else. incredible, isn't it? It really is something else to watch. It's. It's. I can't wait to see what the Boston Globe comes up with with Boston going legal. Can only imagine what the, they're going to pull up. They're going to have a gambling section in the Boston Globe and the fall over. They had I am better years ago. Right to call. I was offshore. Right. I was calling. No, you, no that was the Herald that had it. Oh, it was the Herald. Yes, the Herald's the rag. Pardon me. Oh, Herald's here we rag. go. That's the Boston the Globe. That's the Globe, the Herald. <laughs> yes, here we yes. go. All this the Boston bullshit. Globe's going to have a gambling oh, section, and I'm going to fall. Eight-year-old me is going to fall over. Eight-year-old me who used to go through the, you know, reading the Bob Ryan's column and, you know, Will Shaughnessy's column and, Reading, doing all, looking all the stats the next day, the late game scores and the Red Sox are playing on the West Coast, getting the box score and reading it. It's going to be a, here's your gambling information in the Boston Globe. I got to shout out John Parajuliadakakis. Good job saying that. Did you see how many, listen, John, bet the over on number of vowels in your name. Thank you for coming to the chat. He's looking to get in a risk job. He asked me okay. a great question yesterday. I did question time from the book yep. on the Twitter. He said, what are the pitfalls, the downfalls, the, the real negative things about working in a book in a risk room? Mm. It's a great question. Not a lot of people ask. And I was, you know, I'm as honest as I am every day and told him, just be careful, man. It's, 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 it's a hard gig. The hours. Hours. The pay. Okay. Stress. Uh, usually here when you lose, you never hear when you win. Um, everything you do is, I mean, every keystroke you make is checked, double checked, monitored. Just, you better make sure you don't mind being watched every second of every day. <sighs> I mean, you know, they don't follow you in the bathroom, but it's that's the only place you go where there's privacy. <laughs> Joint. <laughs> Uh, let's do a quick couple of baseball quick things. Field of yep. Dreams game. I did watch the last two innings after the Patriot game was over. So I did watch that. I will say this. I want a since uh, the Cincinnati red hat they were wearing last night. I want that hat. Pretty sharp. No, that hat was nice. That thing was tight. I think they won the uniform battle between. The I two would agree. I don't like the dumb cub. The cub looks like a gummy bear. <laughs> What it looks like. It looks like, a gummy, it looks like a gummy bear with a bat. It just, what did uh, you call him? A dumb cub? 
No, the gummy bear. Oh, I thought you said the dumb cup. No, the gummy the bear. Gummy. The, the, the gum bear cup. on their hat. Gum the bat looks, like, okay. looks like a dummy. looks like a gummy bear. But for a starting that shit with the Cubs fans. Now. Don't like it. Looks dumb. But I mean, I know it's history. It's not their prize. It's not like their fault. fuzzy though. It's like it's like a cute. I mean, I think yeah. that hat in person might 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 work. No, for like like Madeline maybe like for <gasps> eight, an eight year old maybe not for a grown oh, man. You did it now. No, I'm just saying it's what it looks like. It looks like something my daughter would wear. Really? Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Red's uniform though. Fan. Like that hat. That lid was nice. Was pretty sharp. Not gonna lie, I was like, "Wow, that's pretty nice." Did you hear John Smoltz tell the story? Were you were you tuned in for that that inning? It was the seventh? No, all I heard was that John John Smoltz's father passed away and he worked the game. And so in the seventh inning, they asked him about it. Oh, okay. And they gave him, you know, they put his dad's picture up. He's at the Field of Dreams talking about, you know, Goodness the whole thing is talking about playing catch with your dad who's gone and all these things. You want to talk about a fucking pro's pro. I was, I mean, like, it hits you here when as soon as he said it, you're like, what? His dad died and he was already there. He's like, yeah. What is he going to do? Go home? He's like, no, my dad would have wanted me to do this game. Like, this is a big deal for me. So, again, it's, it's just, you can't help but get romantic about baseball in certain mm-hmm. positions, times, whatever. I love the whole thing. I 100% will get there at some point and play catch, walk mm-hmm. through the cornfields. I'm a sucker for the whole thing. Gabe said it yesterday on, on, on the show with us. He's a sucker for it. I'm getting texts and DMs and all this other stuff about it. 100% in. 100%. It's nice. It's a, it's, it's a really cool thing. It's unique. Again, baseball did a really poor job of p- pushing that out and publicizing it, but it was nice. They could have done more. Yeah, <laughs> just a little. They could have done a lot little. more than what they did. And it, it, it was like, oh, wait, it's now? Huh? Oh, didn't realize that. Like they could have done a bunch of more like hockey does. Hockey with the Winter Classic. They go outside their broadcast partners. They do, they buy ads. They do, a, they want people to watch it. It's their biggest event of the year. And I guess baseball, I was reading something. Baseball doesn't want it to be like that. Baseball wants it just to be like a nice another, moment. Another not, game. Yeah. Like they, they they want it to be just like, you know, it's not, we're not going to build it up to be like this incredibly special thing every year. And I'm like, why the hell not? Like, it's cool. Like it's mm-hmm. unique. It's very, I don't know. I, I think it's awesome. I mean, it's talking about ghosts and talking about history. I mean, it's what baseball is. That's because they're afraid of being the nostalgic sport is what it is. They don't want to be seen as the, the sport of the it past. Is a nostalgic sport. It is. It's it's the oldest one, right? It's the yeah. oldest league. You are what you are. I I, I always tell people this it's, whenever we're talking about life and so, like you are who you are. Just know who you are. Don't be someone else. Baseball, know who the hell you are. They're so afraid to just be themselves. Oh, our demographics too old. Oh, our games are too long. Oh, oh. Stop it. Like there are people who, way- who love you for you. <laughs> like we love you for what you are. Stop. But there's a way to mix it. There's a way to make it cool. There's a way to bring, you know how? Kill the ghost runner? Playing. What? <laughs> <laughs> ghost That's runner stay. Kill the ghost runner? Yeah. Kill it's the ghost staying. runner. Yeah. Well, just do, do baseball. Do baseball. Kill the ghost runner. Stop this <laughs> shit. Stop this nonsense. Stupid rule changes. 
<laughs> it's staying. But you got to get kids interested. How do you get kids interested? Why do you get them playing? Kill the ghost runner. Kids, kill the ghost. Kid. Kids like the ghost. Runner. Actually, like kill the kill the ghost runner like on TV live. Like actually kill the ghost runner, and then kids will watch. <laughs> Make it into a horror film, you know. Oh, then kids will watch. God. Make it into a vampire horror film. Kids will watch. <laughs> like kids aren't watching baseball. Stop trying to get kids to watch baseball. Stop. The kids are playing baseball, and the kids who play baseball watch baseball. By the way, did you see the kid on the I, I did you see the kid on ESPN when they asked, you know how they put up the bios of who their favorite actors and actresses are? Who'd he say? A porn star. And they missed it. They didn't know who it was. Come and on. ESPN put it up, I swear to God. Where was the kid from? I What's can't they? remember Texas, I think. It was somewhere. I was I was dying laughing because I saw I saw people who worked at ESPN on Facebook putting it up going, this was not me. I did not miss this. This was not my job. I did not miss this. The, the, the cry on over the kid, who's your favorite actress? And he put a porn star. It was just like, oh, no, he actually did that. It's probably from Massachusetts. Probably so. Make me proud. Make me proud. Good, good job. 12-year-old going ahead on ESPN. Let's see if they know who Alexis Texas is. Let's go ahead and put it up. That was her name? Yes. And it was like everybody went. Nobody in research thought to nobody, even ask? No one. Everyone thought, oh, it's just some actor. It's a porn star. It's a 12-year-old kid. What does he oh, know? I, no, but it's the greatest like bleep you, though. I think it's hysterical when That's you're showing it out and you're like, hey, Jimmy. Dare me to put a porn star? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I'm going to put the porn star down. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable for little, little, That's little like Squints. Squints when he when he got the girl to come and save him in the movie Sandlot. Yeah. You know, he's a legend. Yep. That kid's a legend. Absolutely. That Forever. kid's a legend. Forever. That'll be following him. You It'll be his Twitter Alexis bio. Texas on ESPN. <laughs> It's over. It's so you good. could go for five for the rest of yeah, your life. Doesn't matter. You got them to put up a porn star. Your favorite actors are the porn star at 12 years old. Genius. <laughs> so good. That's uh, baseball, bro. Right yeah. there. All right. Uh, Julio Rodriguez comes back tonight for Seattle. They're laying a buck 62 against Texas. You like the Mariners? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hard wait, not to like the tonight. Matchup? I didn't even look yet. Hold on. It's pretty well lopsided. I didn't even get down to that game yet. It made me prep with this preseason football bullshit. So I was like, <laughs> I didn't even do my baseball work yet. Kirby and Spores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to dive deep into that. Oftentimes. I don't know how to say those names, let alone look at their numbers. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is what happens in August, man. You start to mm-hmm. see names appear. To, you're like, wait a second. I have Ooh. not seen that guy's name yet. Right. Who are these guys? Wow. Yes, Seattle. Yeah. Although the number's coming down, sir. Mm. Uh, Texas run lines is a decent bet, too. Plus one and a half. It's been Um, a good run line bet all season. They're one of the best. Uh, Astros are laying 350 against the A's. Any value in the dog here? Astros haven't been playing great. A's been playing better. Oh, damn. What is the price of this? Minus 350. (laughs) Oh, 320. 325. Oh no, a short place said the hell with this. We're making it 340. Hell with yep. all of you. Wow. Any value on the dog? Of course. 
Are we right. gonna have this value conversation again? Well, not value. It's just it just it's not that crazy. The A's have been playing okay. The Astros haven't been world beaters. It's Garcia against I don't know who was it Euler. Who is this? I don't even know who this is. The A's who's pitching, but Edmonton. First thing, right? Euler, Houston, Houston Euler. That would be playing <laughs> Garcia and Houston. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I got a I got a look. I don't have no idea who Euler is. Again, just got to do the so, baseball work. Man. But I don't know. I I think just a blind bet on it's plus one forty if you want the run line with the A's. I don't think it's a bad bet, right? With them at plus one forty to get plus money on that. Um, to jump in with uh with with that. All right, time now for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. One of my favorite segments. BVB is the promo code. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. You can check out the All-American Assortment Package. It's about a buck thirty. Thing. You get you so much food. Your family is going to be in love with you. 54% off using that promo code BVB. You got fillets. You got desserts. You got dogs. All sorts of great things. It's a great gift as well for anybody going back to school or maybe pre-football. A little tailgating special for them. Use that promo code BVB. You'll get 12 Omaha Steak Burgers for free with your order just for using BVB. They also have a build your own perfect menu option that's on our page. When you go and search that keyword BVB, you can build out whatever you might like. And by using that promo code, we're going to give you 12 free steak burgers as well. Go to omahasteaks.com keyword BVB. So a reporter in Washington working for a TV affiliate locally in DC had a sit down conversation with Carson Wentz. In this one-on-one, was this a one-on-one? This is a straight. This is look how they're set up. Okay, this is how they're. This is where they are. One-on-one. He says to Carson Wentz, (laughs) "It's well documented that Philly didn't want you, that Indy didn't want you. Is this your last chance to prove you can be a starting quarterback in the NFL?" I mean, look. I give the guy a little credit for being straight in front of the guy and asking the question. But if you're Carson Wentz, I give him, I give Wentz a lot of credit here for sitting there and taking that question. <laughs> I mean, Carson Wentz, you could say that with the Eagles that Nick Foles took him to a championship, but that was Carson Wentz's team. Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Indianapolis. He was playing with nobody. He had no receivers to throw to. Now I know he didn't play great, but he's not elevating everybody around him. Receivers in Indianapolis? No, they were all hurt. He didn't have anybody. I mean, T.Y. Hilton when he was on the back end, the back nine. He really didn't have that many receivers. His receiving core in Washington is way better than what he had last year in Indianapolis. Did he have a running game in the Colts? He did. He had Jonathan Taylor. Yes, guy's pretty good. And an offensive line. Yes, pretty good. Yes, good coach. I don't think this is Carson Wentz's last chance to prove he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I think Wentz might actually be pretty good this year with this receiving core. Really? He's got McLaurin. Yeah. yeah he's got, he, he's got Dobson. He's got guys to throw to on this offense. He's got a running game. You know, he's got guys to hand the ball off to guys to throw to out of the backfield. Did you go over season wins for Washington commanders? Nope. I went under it. I'm, I, I don't remember. I, I'm not betting it. it. I'm not, I'm not, we did it, but I'm not touching it. But I just, Wentz is getting so much hatred. And then this dude sits in front of him and says, basically, Hey, 
you know, look at the quarterbacks around the league. Look at the crap starting quarterbacks. Look who the Falcons are starting at quarterback. You want Marcus Mariota or you want Carson Wentz? Like this is not his last chance to prove he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. I mean, it's not a, is it, a, is it an unfair question? Depends on what side of the aisle. Some people in journalism are like, good for you, man. Otherwise, people like me are looking at it going, that was a prick question. Like, what are you doing asking this guy this question straight to his face? Well, Wentz, uh, took Wentz took it. Wentz answered the question, didn't get angry, took it. And, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I always have an, I always have a difficult time with media members asking people about their livelihoods like this. Like he has paid a lot of money. Okay. I get it. But this is what he's done since he's been very little. And like, you're basically as a media member, you're basically making somebody go on the defensive to defend their career. And like, what sport did you play again, dude? All oh, right. You're a TV guy. Like, what are you talking about? Like asking me if my career is going to be over as a starting quarterback. Well, one, I don't know the relationship between the two, because if it's if they have a relationship, like I could ask you that question. You could ask me that question because we know each other. If it's a stranger who arranges a sit-down interview. And, if you ask me that question on air, on yeah. camera, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I might have a couple of words to you. Be like, well, hold on a second. Like, I might actually get – I mean, it's – even though I know you, it's still you're putting somebody on camera to justify their job. That's a tough – that's a tough thing to do when you're not – question. If you're another quarterback or you're somebody like if Tro- Troy Aikman asked that question to Carson Wentz, I might go, okay. NBC Washington guy asked that question to Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't know. This is why you got to vet the media when you go to sit down for these interviews, right? <laughs> right. Why would I, you know, if I was a player, you could see why the relationship between the two gets acrimonious and quitty because yeah, you could ask these questions. But yep. I mean, you don't want someone to just, you know, set up softballs too. If you're going to do an interview, do an interview. I mean, this guy got more traction out of this question. 100%. We're talking about it on the Omaha Steaks here and I'll take it the day on the BVB. True. So, um, but I mean, the questions have been asked before the same question everywhere he goes right now, he's going to be asked this question. So, you know, how do you feel? Well, I feel pretty good. I'm, the starting quarterback of the Washington Commanders. So we'll see. I don't know how it's going to go. And I don't know, you know, I mean, I would have asked the question back. Um, are you in line for a GM job? Like, do you want me at your place? Like, <laughs> right? That's what you I mean. come up with something witty to put it back in his court to come back at the guy and be like, Oh, I didn't realize it. Like, yeah, okay, we were going to go there. Like, was that the first question? Second was the second question first question was pretty rude too basically come out like you've sucked the last couple of years like why really <laughs> yeah i i welcome anyone to go go watch it it's all over the internet but go watch the interview and, and it and it's been you know i never liked those interviews like i i mean because i've always put myself in the position of the player like thank you for your time let's do an interview like that's right. how it starts not like fuck you i'm gonna bury you like <laughs> Those media guys, I mean, they're having a bad day every day. It's just like in the book. I used to have guys, you know, experts come in and tell me shit all the time. You don't know shit. Yeah, I know. Do you want to bet or not? Like <laughs> the conversation's over. Now this guy's just sitting with a camera and a microphone. He's sitting down, nice little director's chair set, set this all up. 
and go, you've sucked everywhere you went. Why are you not going to suck here? <laughs> Pretty much, right? That's what he said, right? Well, that's my point. Like, wait, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm you sure. ever t- taking a snap in the NFL before? Come yeah. on over, man. Practice is over here. Throw some pads on and see what you can do about it. Yeah, you want to run some routes? Let me throw you a couple passes. Can you catch? Man, have you ever caught a pass from a guy who's played in the NFL? Yes. Holy mother. I thought I broke my thumb, man. A guy who got a cup of coffee in the league was playing in for the AF2 team in Huntsville. And we, it was like open tryouts. And I was like, I'm going to go try out for the hell of it just to have some fun. And he was like, okay. And so I knew I was coming and they knew I was there. And so I ran just a quick little out route. And man, that football came in and caught me on my thumb. And I thought I was dead. I thought my whole goddamn arm was going to fall off. I, I, and he was like, nice catch. I was like, yeah, like the sound of the football when they, when that thing's coming in full speed like that changed my opinion real fast of these receivers <laughs> telling a guy should have caught that ball, man. Do you have uh, any idea how fast that ball's going? The velocity coming from that quarterback's arm. Yeah, I bet you would be making fun of Kenny Two Gloves. If you were trying to catch passes, you'd be wearing them gloves. Yeah, because I'm catching, not throwing. That's the you problem. wearing gloves, though. If I'm going to be in the NFL, throwing the ball is way better than catching the ball. Way better. <laughs> Don't get tackled as much. Don't break your fingers. That's why those guys' hands are unbelievable. Like when those guys are, when someone says you have good hands in the NFL, first of all, they got to be like meat hooks, but two, that's an unbelievable talent because one, the ball is never really, it's always it's bigger stuck. than you think. Like it's way fucking bigger. It's bigger. Way than bigger. Think. It's a bigger ball than you think. And when it's coming at that velocity, damn, like it is. Yeah. You, you get a whole new sense for what these guys, it's not like your brother's playing, you know, catch in the garage or you know, playing catch in the tailgating area. Mm-hmm. Like these things are coming at a zip, like a line and you're hearing it like a baseball and you hear that st- sound coming like the, the, there's air coming off this thing yeah it is spiraling and it's coming and my gosh it hurt my hand i was in serious pain for a while <laughs> i was like okay i'm done i thought i literally thought i broke my thumb my thumb i thought my, th- <laughs> my thumb was absolutely shattered it was just badly badly sprained but it couldn't move it right for like three days new respect for those players yeah. wait big time new respect for these players all right time for the circa million Circa four, circa survivor schedule of the day. Uh, well, let's do this for our sports grid. Thank you very much. We appreciate you guys. We were yeah. back coming up on Monday. Go at sports BK Consig. Go tell Dave happy birthday because it will be Thank still you. his birthday at 11 p.m. Pacific time after when we come on after the Pat McAfee show for sports grid. Talk to you on Monday. If you guys on Twitter and YouTube, stick around. A lot more to come for BVB. Uh, okay, so we're being brought to you by Circa Sports and Circa Million Four. Your football handicapping contest is back without a rake. You guys can go and get uh, three entries right now, $1,000 a piece. It's a max of three. Test your skills against the best handicappers in the world for your chance to win a million dollars. For more information, contest rules, and sign up information, including hiring proxy services like footballcontest.com, the sponsor of today's show, log on to circasports.com. Team of the day, Michigan State. <laughs> Seven and a wow. half here. Top 14 ranked Michigan State. 14th in the country? Coaches poll. A little bit of a surprise. Who does this? A little bit of a surprise on this, right? It was like, huh, Michigan State. Seven that and other a half. come out yet? AP poll has not come out yet. No, oh, I, think next, I think next Monday, I think it's supposed to come out. So for Monday's right. show, we'll have. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, the AP poll. For one thing, Oklahoma State to be in the top 10. No, Oklahoma. 
Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma no, State. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So Sparty had to deal with Michigan being really good last year. They did. Uh, and people just kind of looking at Michigan State and going, all right, what are you guys going to look like? And, you know, are you guys going to be any good? And, you know, where are we going here? Michigan State's one of those teams that if the Big Ten, you know, keeps to keeps expanding, they're going to be really a benefit because they get to tail Michigan and be a part of it. That really ticks off Spartan fans. They don't want to be seen as little brother. But let's be kind of honest. They kind of are little brother here for Michigan, Michigan State. They open up the year. All inquiries directed to at Sports Talk. <laughs> you know it's true. Come on, Mr. Penn State. You know it's true. Oh, they ain't even close to Penn State. We play for that land grant trophy. They might as well just reside <laughs> over in Happy Valley. That's <laughs> bullshit. Don't worry about Michigan State. Penn State. Western Michigan is the home opener on the 2nd of September on a Friday night, which I absolutely hate. Why? I hate Friday night college football. Don't think it's right. What's the line? Mm, the Michigan line State. Double digit. 19. 20 almost. Obviously, that's a win. 19. That's amazing. It's a big number. Broncos going to get wrecked on national TV on a Friday night. Oh, God. It's Akron week two. Back-to-back, back-to-back Mac teams going to Sparty. Win. I would agree. First road game of the year, week three at Washington. That's got to be your team. That's got to be one of your games of the year now. Pick them. September 17th, a pick. How pick them. That's the super book. Hmm. It's a big game. Um, I'm going to give Michigan State the, the, the edge there. Just to, We'll go three. Hmm. So did Michigan State beat you guys last year? I don't think so. I can't remember. Hold on. Let me see last year. I honestly can't remember. Because they went 11-2 and two last year. And they did. They beat you guys 30-27 in the last game of the year. Oh. oh thanks for reminding me. It's right. The only losses for Michigan, for Michigan State last year were at Purdue and at Ohio State. Their schedule was way harder this year than last year. <laughs> way harder. Yeah. To go eleven and two this year would be damn impressive. I mean, if Mel Tucker could pull that, the wins last year was like what eight and a half? I think. I mean, it might have been seven and a half. Uh, I think it was. I think it was an extra one. They beat your Pitt Panthers in the Chick Fil A Bowl. Yeah, Pickett didn't play. Thirty-one twenty-one. Yeah, Pickett did not play. You're right. So they're at Washington. Win or loss? I say win. All right, three and zero. Home for Minnesota. Ooh. That's the next week. Mm-hmm. In between road trips at Washington, at Maryland, Minnesota, in between. Oh, Boy, the this schedule. How's it game on? Minnesota, Michigan State should be a game of the year. My God. This schedule. Um, that's a tough game. I'd say I, so they'll split that Washington. Minnesota, Maryland. Minnesota. They'll split. So I'll say they'll lose to Minnesota. So you got them four and one to start. Is that the fifth game? Yeah. Oh, Maryland's Maryland. Maryland's the fifth game on the road. Okay. Back Maryland. Five. So you have four and one. I think they open five and zero. Oh. You five think and five and zero? Oh? 
Yeah, I think I think Michigan State will open up five and zero, and then get this. They have a three game stretch of home for Ohio State, home for Wisconsin at Michigan. Win one of those. Oh, and three. They'll win one. I think they lose all three of them. It's five. Five and three. Five and three when they go at Illinois. Win. Six. Home for Rutgers. Win. Home for Indiana. Tough, but win. Oh, you got them over. Penn State on the road ends the year. No chance. (laughs) (laughs) No chance. No chance. (laughs) So you'll go winning eight. Eight. Eight and four is, I think eight and four is the number. I think eight. I I wouldn't bet over. Seven and a half. Minus 120. Oh, that's it? Mm Mm-hmm. And over. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the right number. Two coin flip games here could determine bottom. Even money on the under. Yeah. Bottom is what? Six? I mean, the first few games. I mean, they got to be four and one or five and oh at the beginning. Go through those yeah, games. I, I, yeah, I think they go five and oh. I do. I, I think they open up five and oh, and then everything kind of goes down. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, man. Oh, I don't know. I'm starting to get nervous about the Penn State again. They may not have a good year. Uh-oh. What's this Michigan State? This sounds, we this did, sounds like we another did Penn good State. year for them. Michigan, Ohio State, same shit over eight, and over. Oh, Penn State's moved. Penn State's eight flat now at at Fandle. What was it before? That was eight and a half. It's bad. That's that's I'm getting that feeling. Chef Benny Franklin needs to go, Dave. <laughs> They're already starting. Ben Chef Benny, I got that hat and everything too, man. You're gonna give me do to me like that on my birthday, Chef Benny? Come on, <laughs> shit. Right. Want, out. right? I don't know. Franklin out. Everybody wants him out, but who are you bringing in? Right. Right. That's the thing. Like it's great. Okay, we're gonna change coaches. Some places just don't change coaches. Like until it's time. Everybody agrees it's time to part ways. Now, Franklin's using the USC job last year to get more yep. money. Leverage, right? Stuff. That shit ain't yep. going to play too much longer if he don't win. So, yeah. Careful what you wish for, James. And maybe ask somebody on the sideline during a game what to do once in a while. Who's your quarterback again? Clifford. I think it's his year number eight. 55,000? <laughs> has it been a Penn State year in the last 10 when Clifford's not the quarterback? My God, that kid is how many how many years are you gonna give him? I, I believe this is I'm not even kidding. I believe this is year number six. Like he got the extra year with the COVID and this and that and all this stuff. He must Speaking be six years the COVID, at, I just six got a six years at Penn State. Think about the perks that kid's pulling at Penn State. Six years on campus as the quarterback of Penn State. Like he he's not there's not a single question coming from anybody, not a teacher. Not, not, a, not an administrator. He does whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Big Probably. man on campus. Yeah, but, man, you hear a lot of shit, too, when it ain't winning. I don't yeah. know. You know, but you got you to gotta win. You walk into a party, and you're the six-year quarterback. You're 25 years old. You've been, on, you've been in, in Happy Valley for so long. Like You, you run that town. <laughs> like 
you literally run that down. You don't pay for a drink. You don't pay for a meal. There's like, I, I get why he's staying. Like he'll never, he'll never have more Al Bundy moments than what he's going to have this year at Penn state. One of my, one of my all time best college stories was when Carrie Collins came to the fraternity house and was hanging out with us. We got a hot tub on the side of the house. It was an amazing party. They were off that week. And I don't know how he ended up at the house, but, um, my big brother in the fraternity, Chris, was the quarterback of the football team. And he played football in high school at Oklahoma. He was really – he had a good arm, but mm. you know, he was the quarterback of the intramural right. fraternity team. Right, right. Telling Kerry he needed more touch. No. In the, in the hot tub when they were having beers. I take that back. The bigger dink was not that reporter asking Carson Wentz questions. It, it was that. <laughs> I was, Holy crap. I was like, his wow. last name was Goodman, and I was like, Goody, shut the fuck up. He's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's the quarterback of Penn State. Like, well, no, no. He's just like carried, like in a corner, on a touch oh, pass, no. in a corner. You just get a little more loft. And Kerry Collins is looking at him like, give me another yeah, beer, you yeah. idiot. Oh, it was, so much fun. It was one That's of the best of all time. I still get yeah, it. That, that is one of those war stories when you're 40 years old and you're like, you're just telling like, I told Kerry Collins that he didn't have enough touch on his, on his corner throws. Was, <laughs> Went out to be drafted, playing the NFL. Yeah. I was telling him in a, in a, in a hot tub. We were t- was telling him he needs more touch. I've told that story for 35 years. I'm not every time if I see him. Kerry Collins. That'll be an awesome story to Kerry Collins. Like, do you remember sitting in the hot tub with my fraternity brother telling you that you didn't have enough touch? Kerry Collins 100% would not remember that story. Oh, I bet he does remember that. I bet he's, I bet he's I'm not sure like, the condition that he was in it. He remembers it, but he oh, okay. had sunglasses on. It was <laughs> in the hot tub. Oh, no. At night? night? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he I was really standing was beside the hot tub. He was playing it up big time. Conversation. He was telling said, that's, why he's, that's why Clifford's not leaving because Clifford's sitting in hot tubs every weekend wearing sunglasses. Doing whatever he wants. <laughs> Doing whatever he wants. <laughs> Having everybody fall over him. Hundred percent. I mean, every single co-ed in the in the damn town Woo! falling over over Clifford. Can't <laughs> knock it. Can't hate it. Best of luck, buddy. Enjoy it because it's all going to end <laughs> next year. Real world's going to slap you hard in the face. Prop bet. I'm uh, sorry. Props.com story of the day. How about this little same game parlay? <laughs> We're going Giants here, three-legger for the Giants, correlated parlay at a plus 520 at Caesars Sportsbooks. You want to jump in here. It's including my guy, Mike Yaskremski, who my brother Colin played all ball with all growing up. Okay. Yaz's, Yaz's grandson, who was going to flame out in the in Major League Baseball until he went to San Francisco, and all of a sudden he's playing his ass off. Giants run line against the lowly pirates minus personal. 120. Shit's personal. Carlos Rondon on your birthday, by the way. This is just for you. Rondon over seven and a half K's and Mike Iskremski over one and a half total bases. Rondon shouldn't have a problem getting to eight strikeouts up against this pirate lineup. Pirate pitcher Bryce Wilson has a 5.86 ERA. He's given up seven earned runs in his last three starts combined. It's not good. For his career, he has a Woba of 400 to lefties. I love the Woba. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jock Peterson, Brandon Belt, and Yaz, all lefties, should go off here. Uh, Yaz has cleared 1.5 total bases in two of the last three games. Winds blowing out at 15 miles per hour. Plus 520, same game parlay. Giants run line, Rondon over 7.5 Ks, and Yaz over 1.5 total bases, five, plus 520. It was like, like a it. troll job on my birthday to give me all the props against the Pirates. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to sit here and say, oh, that's not going to win. <laughs> and then it does. <laughs> it's going to win. It's not. It's, I mean, like, I don't, which, which leg doesn't get there? Cause we're done. We're done K's. Maybe. Right. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. It's getting, he got to get more than one base. Yeah. That's yeah, no one double. In. Yeah. But one double gets it there. So oh, one double, like a double's easy. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, it's not impossible. I don't double know. Triple home run. Or two singles. Total seven and a half. The Giants may right. score six. True. But Giants score six. What do the Pirates get? Two? Get up four. Just can't, can't give up five. I ain't looking to play the over in the game. That's for sure. No. Not with the Pirates offense. Not really with both offenses. True. Not with Giants either. Fair. Yep. You know? Fair. Like, it's, a, it's an underplay because of Radon. I don't know. That's a, that's. A, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting parlay for sure. And I think you're live. Yeah. It's Radon has a 11.3 K rate per nine right now, and the Giants. Sorry, and the Pirates strike out against lefties a ton. <laughs> Trent Junk just came in and said, "T-shirt idea. I love the Woba. <laughs> it's a good one. It's not bad." It's, it's I love you one. guys in this chat. I swear to God, get me fired up every day. Around nine o'clock, I just go sit in the car if I'm not already somewhere. Yeah. And just listen to music, thinking about the chat. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the betprep.com prop bet of the day. We give this to you every day, Monday through Friday. Jenna Garcia does it seven days a week. Okay. So Saturdays and Sundays, that's how we get to this ridiculous 13 and two run. Okay. There's two prop bets that are going to be made today that Darren and the guys at bet prep like a lot here. We're going to give you one of them. You're going to have them both be out there for Jenna. If not, I'll post both of these bets in the discord channel, betprep.com slash chat. I post it in the BVB channel that's on there for the discord. It is free to be a part of this brewers pitcher, Eric Lauer under four and a half K's minus one ten on the road. He has beaten this number just once in five games, four, four, three, five, two for Lauer once in the last five against teams with a winning record, averaging 3.4 Ks per once in the last six, when his team's a dog averaging 4.3 per faced the Cardinals twice this year, went over four and a half number at home five, but on the road, one on the road. At home, the Cardinals this year are averaging 6.6 Ks per game. Only one team in Major League Baseball has a lower K rate at home. That's the Cleveland Guardians against left-handed pitchers. Over the last 30 days, the Cardinals have a K rate of just 14% in 193 plate appearances. That is the lowest K rate against, uh, sorry, lowest K rate in Major League Baseball during that 30-day period. How do we feel about Lauer under four and a half Ks against the Cardinals? After all that, I like it. <laughs> I wasn't sure when it started, but after you finished talking, I said, yeah, this sounds pretty good. This I sounds like pretty good. You like it? 
We he's been. I mean, this is the thing about this bet prep prop of the day. Unders have been crushing it on these oh, props. Really, so very surprising. <laughs> telling you about unders for years. Right. But I mean, on the K prop in particular, it just feels like they're inflated and there has to be four and a half. Like it should be four, but it's four and a half. So you come oh, in the under. It's like it's an epiphany. It's just yeah. literally like he's seen the light. It's like he's seen the light. Oh, their numbers are inflated because people went over. Oh, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Welcome to the under. Win, Rocky. Win. Bet the under. Oh my That's gosh. Right. So what is going on? BetSmart said, I'm currently listening and playing the World Series of Poker Circuit in Cherokee next to Josh Area, who's a fan, he's a fan and a Peralt twin. What does that mean? I have a twin? <laughs> I didn't know they had a twin. Doppelganger? I don't know. Josh A R I E H. Maria. Who's that? Aria? Is he a pro? Take a picture, BetSmart, and post it on the Twitter. <laughs> you can tag the BV, tag Boston. From David Dilly, by the way, say I love this show. I never get to watch it live. Left work early today, but always a great listen. Thanks, guys. Welcome, David, to the brigade. And double the chat, D, my friend. Thank you, Welcome Double in. D, David Dilly. Appreciate that. Uh, I guess the FanDuel number is now minus one thirty, and there's a minus one forty up there as well. To That's the under. Google him. I'm not googling him. To the under. To the under. Yes, the play has been to the under. Fucking listening to the show again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking listening to the show live thank you just hit the like button while you're here when you move the numbers oh that's great um okay time now for better to book it being brought to you by caesar sportsbook caesar's uh, jtp 15 for a new account and a deposit bonus of up to 1500 for a risk-free bet and deposit bonus, sorry risk-free bet up to 1500 friday so here's the parlay dave i'm just going old school i'm going money line i'm not getting exotic i'm not getting all quirky and weird i like it orioles Money line. Red Sox, money line. Oh, Mets playing the Yankees. Money line. Are you aware the Yankees are playing the Red Sox? I'm aware of this. Yankees suck as much as the Red Sox do right now. Whoa. This parlay last night was plus 590. It's down to plus 540 now. Okay. Red Sox are even money on the money line. Orioles against Tampa are now plus 126. Nobody can figure out these Orioles, including the odds makers. They just keep and making them dogs. They just keep winning games. I don't the understand. Mets, the game should be the, picked. And the What's Mets the is, Mets are minus 240 against the Phillies with Scherzer on the mound. Now listen to them. Last night I'm doing a show with Lisey. Okay. The overnights come up. The Mets were minus 180. Yep. I told Lisey I, and everyone listening on the show, I said, do yourself a favor. Go get it all wherever you get it. And go put it on the Mets right now because this number is fucking wrong and it's going to move. <laughs> minus 180. You tell me some business is going on with them overnights because it's now minus 220. I watch them. Yep. It's higher. It's, two, it's higher than that. It's 220. It's 240 right now. Hold on. Vandal's got it minus 240. 215 at circa 220, Westgate, South Point, Caesars, William Hill, Wind Bets, all 220s. Okay. So Vandal's 240. Oh, they're listening to the show. They moved it too. <laughs> Thank you. They're doing good. Fandle reported today to, about the IBITDA. Damn. Profitable. Profitable. They're, they're, it's them and everybody else. First sports book and only sports book company to be profitable. Congratulations. Tip your hat to Fandle. Keep up the good work. Uh, DM me and Matt because, you know, we'll <laughs> be talking anyway. Oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> the parlay may be okay. 
Um, Which Parla, leg I'm, makes you worried? I'm worried about the Red Sox. Of course. I mean, come on. Do you know the Yankees and the Red Sox both are seven and 13 over the last 20 games? The same record. And I got Avaldi going against Herman. Avaldi at home has sucked so badly. That's why I'm betting on him because he can't suck this bad at Fenway all year. He can't. This is the game. This is the game that everybody in the, this is everyone's on the Yankees. Every freaking person's on the Yankees today. Why did you just take the over? I like the over. Because I needed to get to 600. I got to take, it wasn't there. Minus 110 wasn't, I needed a dog. I needed plus money on the Red Sox. Because mm-hmm. the Orioles are only plus 130 when I bet it. You hit this thing last Friday. Correct. We've got our first visit from the bus. Oh, my God. Jeez, took we this ever. long. This son the first of a- time seeing it. Man, oh, wow. man. Well, it just comes in. Yeah, like crazy. Wow. Yeah. This one's a nude. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones all yeah. say something else thank you for deleting we just deleted that I appreciate that the new bot Jordan I agree Jordan's like hey it's a new bot <laughs> it, is a new, it is a new bot that is true it's it's, it's a new one so are we betting or booking this what are you doing with this I think I gotta book it I'm worried right. about the Red Sox alright over 35 Lions and the Falcons tonight you come up with this bullshit because I think both teams are gonna play their starters because they are in the opener and we saw it yesterday the flags that get thrown oh. in these games. I mean, they flagged like McAfee went crazy on, on, on social last night. And I thought he was right. The Patriots scored a touchdown on a third down play. They don't get it converted, but they threw a flag for taunting because the set, the, the DB stood over one of the Patriot receivers and just did this. All he did was he went incomplete. He stood over him. Flag came out. Patriots turned around, scored a touchdown. These games are going over last night should have gone over. The Titans kicked the field goal there. The game goes over Titans just decided to try to go score a touchdown because they were down by 17 points. And so they didn't kick a field goal and they wound up missing on the fourth on the fourth down until the game stayed under. But these low totals with the referees and these flags, give me the over They're over 30, over 35 tonight. It's the first games of the first week of preseason. Mm-hmm. There's statute of limitations for, for how quickly you can start complaining about the officials. No, because the officials are for them too. It's, it's preseason for them too, but they've been told this initiative about, um, about illegal contact. Uh, they got to prioritize it. So they're watching for it. So I think we're going to get more offense and more scoring in these preseason games. than we're thinking that the, the books are thinking. Fantastic. Um, all right. I'll ride with you on this. Go over. It's up to 35 and a half right now for that. Okay. Bet number two, Niners minus two and a half against the Packers. Matt LaFleur has stunk ATS as the coach of the Packers in the preseason. This is straight bet number two, but this is bet number three for those following along. You have the parlay first. Correct. It's bet number three. And then this, okay. Just, we're trying to keep it together here at the window. If you were at my window and you're writing these tickets, I'd be like, what are you talking about? You already have two tickets. My second football bet. Fair. You like the Niners? Yes. Home, short favorite. Kyle Shanahan. Matt LaFleur does not care about this. He's playing nobody. Jordan loves playing, but. Man, it's a hard gig to beat a backup quarterback and playing for like running for your life against guys (laughs) that are trying to kill you so they can get a job at the NFL. Yeah. Coach and everyone else is like, yeah, fuck it. We got to play this game because they made us. 
Good luck. Yeah. Don't get hurt, Jordan. I think you're on the right side. And then Is that why you're wearing a Niners hat today? Correct. Yes. Absolutely. Figured you'd be in top the bottom Patriots shit. Nah, on a preseason game, I just told you that Bailey Zappi was going to throw his, his balls off, and he did. Zappi. Cardinals plus two against the Bengals. Final bet of the day. Why? Because I think the Bengals and Zach Taylor do not care at all about. You just this. got something personal with this Zach Taylor. <laughs> I just don't. You're going to you picked against him all last well, here's year. The you, thing. Wouldn't, you wouldn't well, give here's him the thing, credit. Though. What do we always say about Cliff Kingsbury in August and September? It's the preseason. It doesn't matter. He wins. He's two and zero. Oh. He's two, the first two years as the head coach. He's won the first preseason game and covered. I'm booking this one. I think he wins outright today, tonight against the Bengals. Put my Joe Burrow glasses on for this. I'm taking the Cardinals. Cardinals win the game outright tonight. I'll take the two points, but they went outright. One. I was reading. Somebody was like sitting on a table last night saying that one is a key number in preseason football. Do you agree? I would never lay one or two or two and a half. I would only play the money line. Yes, this, you saw the game last night fall right at two. Why lay one? But the Ravens laid three and a half and covered it easily. Right. But so. just take the money line. <laughs> no, I'm not taking the money line on the if Niners. If you're playing no. a favorite, you got to take expensive. the money line. No. So we, I'm not laying minus 145 on a preseason game. Get out of here. No, it's ridiculous. These are oh. fun bets. These are half unit plays for fun. I'm not getting involved with that. No way. It'll be real fun when the game falls fucking one and you're laying if two. If it does. If it does. Didn't last but you're night. taking two, so you're fine. I take the point. Oh, I, I laid two and a half with the Niners. With, with Sam Friend, I laid two and a half. I'm fine with it. I laid three and a half last night with the, with the Ravens. I was fine with it. Right. That's fine, but... I own one and two, man. I don't know. I don't like that. I've seen it too many times. Yeah. Favorite thing about today on your birthday is what? Um, so, all right. So you wake up today and I'm 52 and my phone's been blowing up with personal text messages. Um, you know, happy birthday, stuff like that. And I was like, all right, what am I wearing today on the show? And I've been waiting to wear this shirt because it was such a cool moment back in the day when 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 the movie Rocky II was out. Adrian was in a coma mm. and woke up and said, win, Rocky, win. Mm. And I'm telling you, you guys know the story. And if you haven't heard it, I'm going to tell it the rest of my life. That's I had a good. stroke September 11th, 2020 when my life changed and I feel like I woke up to like, when I saw this shirt, I'm like, I'm getting that shirt mm. because that day is the day I woke up and, you know, realized what I was supposed to be doing and where I was supposed to be doing it and the people I was supposed to be doing it with. And every day I'm reminded of it, but I'm just glad to be alive. <laughs> and as you get older on your birthday and you realize this, I wish everyone could realize this when they're five years old, but we don't as adults, we, we, we get caught up in life. And as kids, we think we know everything. And then you realize how close you were to not being here and you celebrate a birthday 
beyond blessed. And I get to do it today here with you, with this crew that we call the BVB Brigade. Um, I'm going on MLB Network today. I'm on the Apple pregame show today. It texted me. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be on. Yes. Can you do the other show? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm beyond blessed today. My 52nd birthday. I'm going to talk about sports and betting with very dear friends, with people watching. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I am so happy. That's the best thing about today, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, at some point, I'm going to tell everybody about the last six months. And mm. I don't know how I'm going to hold it together when I do, but, mm. you know, you talk about you waking up. <laughs> um, I think about the day you walked into the studio all the time. And I just go like, something was something was happening for that reason. He <laughs> just yep. randomly walked in. I remember thinking to myself, who the hell is this? <laughs> what, what, what? Hey, I'm Dave. Okay. I work with CD. Okay. Why? <laughs> why, are you, why are you here? Like what? Yep. what? Yep. And I, if, if you had told me in that exact moment, you're meeting someone who's going to change your entire fucking life. You're, you're like this, the, like when we talk about chances and we talk about things in your life that happen that you don't fully understand until later when you look back and you go, Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> like the whole, the whole thing changed and the whole world changed for me. And I didn't, I did in that moment, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't get it. Nope. I didn't see it. I didn't understand it. It was like, okay. And then like, I remember doing the first hit with you in the shows. And I was like, huh, this is, this is different. Like this is, there's something there's something going on here. And it was yep. just like one day to two days to three days to four. And they just started to grow and grow and grow and grow. And then we started talking and then it just became, you know, it is what it is. And then next thing you know, you're in the hospital, you know, for three straight days. I'm in the hospital and you're the one that was there. The more than anybody else, you were there when mm -hmm. I'm in the hospital. Um, you know, you talk about you woke up, but I, I, I think for a lot of us, we, we are extremely blessed to know you. And the person you are. And I have yet to hear a single person say a single negative thing about you over four years. And that's an amazing thing in this industry of assholes and pricks and miserable people who are jealous. Because the jealousy is deep. But no one has the balls to say it about you. Which I think is the biggest compliment someone can give you. Because they think it in their head. You're on MLB Network. Like, like, if I told you that three years ago, you've been like, how the fuck did I get on MLB Network? I'm still asking. <laughs> I'm still asking. Like, how the how did I do that? Like, you know, people were coming to you and, and were like, you know, people were telling me, like, oh, Dave's not a media member. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, he is. Like, oh, he's not a media member. Okay. Like, fine. You're an idiot. But like, you know, all my bosses, like, you're an idiot. Like, what you're telling me is that straight up, you're an idiot. Like, you've been in this business for how long? And I've been, you know, in talent evaluation for how long? And I can tell you, I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. Idiots, idiots, yep. complete idiots. But I mean, you have worked your ass off at this. You say yes to everyone. You work a room better than you and McAfee are both insane to watch <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Watching the two of you guys work the room was nuts. <laughs> like, it was just <laughs> insane. The number of interviews Fun. and hits and people that were coming over and people were talking. And then the two of you guys together, 
you haven't been over my house recently, but there's a picture of you and McAfee on my on underneath my tape my TV now, the three of us sitting there. And it's I see it every morning. And it's a huge reminder to me of like what what we're doing, how we're doing it, and what we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to do every day. It's an awesome motivational thing for me to see every day before we go on the air. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, and then there's another there's another one, right? Hold on, I'm getting it on. <laughs> This is this is the three. This is the three of us. Love it. Of me, you at the Super Bowl, and so I've got two pictures of it, and I've got two pictures of it because I love the fact that we, in that moment, us laughing with Pat was really fun. Oh, and the two of you guys doing what you guys did in LA together was, you know, was really cool. That full interview is still available to see on the Props.com site, right? Yep, on YouTube. Yep. You can go watch it with Pat and all the guys on YouTube. Yeah. With Props Gump and all the guys yeah. um, for there. So, I mean, look, I love you. I, 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 happy birthday, but it's, it's, it's an amazing, it's always fun on your birthday because it's all about you. So I hope you do <laughs> something fun. I hope you get to do some fun with the kids and do something, whatever you, you wind up doing. If you need dinner, call me. It's on me. Let's go. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Stay I'm tuned. Around. I'm around. So if, if, if you need it, the chat's blowing up with happy birthday wishes to you. So, uh, it's, it's cool. It's, 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 it's a cool day. So from all Thanks, of us, man. from the brigade, Thanks to you, everybody else. everybody appreciate all of you. Yeah, for sure. Guys, we're back on Monday for Farah back behind the wheels, spinning the, the, the knobs and the buttons for us. He's Dave Sherapin. I'm Matt Peralta. Subscribe, hit like, do whatever you got to do to help us. We appreciate it. Brigade. We'll talk to you on Monday. BBB. <laughs> win, Rocky win. <laughs>